everyone, and welcome to Mildly Heroic, the Pathfinder RPG podcast. We are proud to present Hearth of Darkness, an actual play of the module Ire of the Storm. Welcome back, everyone who's out there listening. This is session number nine of our ASMR Pathfinder <laughs> playthrough of Ire of the Storm. This is inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> I was I don't know where I was going with that, but and the soothing music was brought to you by Sirenscape. 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 Oh, which I don't have booted up yet. Oh, oh. Sirenscape, Sirenscape. Justin. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hang on. You're fired. Where is it? Where's it on my desktop? I don't You're know. fired. You're fired from your is. own free time. That's fair. <laughs> So I wanted to start off by bringing up the thing that we had started chatting about in the chat the other day about spells and what spells we would choose if we actually could pick like a spell. And that's the one where Jason said that he would want to pick Phantom Steed because it would be really helpful for his job. And I said fastidiousness because I enjoy being clean. That's a good. Be, that's a good every day. Would be nice. And Brandon said, oh, "Wait, no, we, this was going to go on chat because now everybody's going to think I'm a creeper, which is probably <laughs> accurate." <laughs> uh, Brandon said, "Disguise self." Well, which I didn't realize it would be creepy. Well, I mean, what else? Hey, just think right? how great it would be to look like someone else. Bro. You know, you just you <laughs> honestly, you never know. See, I didn't Why realize that? that we were picking stuff for work. I would have done like comprehend languages or something that was less creepy like i, I also know everybody on streams like oh that guy's disguised self i bet you he drives a white van yep of all of the things that you could have chose it was disguised self as opposed to the more powerful version of the spell alter self or any other number of well, i was picking a level one spell i thought that's, that's what we were going with yeah i think oh. we were going with level one spells phantom Maybe? steed is not a level, not one, a level spell. one oh what, no. spell, what, what level that's is a it third level spell, yo. Oh, okay oh, oh, well, right. if that's the case i'm just gonna take like power word death or something power, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> power word death so I didn't answer this earlier, but you want to know what spell I would pick? It's not actually a spell, it is a skill. I wish it was as easy to invest one rank in linguistics and immediately know a language. Holy yeah. crap. Having yeah. spent several, several actual amounts of time trying to study languages. That keep, is keep watch. That's where it's at. Keep, keep watch. watch? Okay, now I gotta look that up. Keep watch. What level is that? It's a level one. Okay, level one. Yep. Oh, you suffer no stand watch or keep vigil throughout the night without any ill effects. Okay. Soft sleep. Yeah. (laughs) So you literally could just game all night long. Yeah. And you wouldn't feel tired. Yeah. I know. Do you have a cure for tiredness? Oh my gosh. I want to live in this world. Right. You know, another another good spell we probably could have all chosen was suggestion. Oh, okay. okay, first he wants the sky self. Now he wants <laughs> suggestion. What's going what on with you? you? I'm only uh, picking low level spells. I don't know about you, Like that's you know. That was a level one. Keep watch was a level one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking oh. of suggestion, does anyone want to go over what happened last week? I'm I, sure it was, it was everyone's favorite sh- session. <laughs> very short. It was we fought Ham Slice. We beat Ham Slice after a lot of stuff happened, and then now we're at the Halfling Village. I mean, that was yeah. pretty quick. 
after a three-hour combat because yeah. <laughs> suggestion poor, is as bad as entangle. <laughs> poor Abner was. Oh yeah, Justin didn't get to play at all. Nope. Poor Miyabe was forced with how to mitigate damage, but still yep. followed the text of the spell. <laughs> Josh when was you're... basically a chicken with his head cut off. Like I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I was... I okay. Listen, this is this character has got an eight strength and a ten dex. I literally cannot fight. It it is yeah. not possible <clears throat> at all. But my only um, thing is, you know, looking back, they, you know, ham slice convinced Miabe to defend her, and I feel like half the spells and abilities that were used, you used on a mind controlled Miabe as opposed to on the people trying to defeat ham slice. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I thought you were talking about me, and I was like, I don't no, no, it. yeah, Aluna didn't try to heal Abner. You did throw a word on me for like one turn. I hey, didn't like hey, it. Hey, I was hey, thinking, hey. I was thinking, you know, what? I'm just gonna knock out Miabe, and then you're like, I'm gonna heal him. I'm gonna ward him. I'm like, all right, well, my God. Uh, listen uh, back, listen back, and you will hear two instances where Aluna one warded Crimmins <laughs> and two healed Abner for three HP. If I recall correctly, wasn't that after combat though? No, no, it was before. No, you he, stabilized him, and then you're yeah. like, he's oh, fine. You're right. He's fine. He's not going to provide anything to this combat. Yeah, we don't need most of the damage prior to going down, but it's fine. Down half of her health, and then was like, the life of a wizard. We don't need him. So, in addition to recap, some fun stuff. Sarah, you changed your mind about how we were. Yeah, yeah. That was something else I wanted to bring up. So um, as we move through part two and get closer to part three, I was evaluating your party and your party's motivations and basically the progression for the rest of the module. And you guys are just not realistically going to do a whole bunch of encounters in part two. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to make sense for you guys to do some of these other things. So... To kind of like combat that and make sure that you're not super under leveled for part three, I switched us over to fast track XP leveling. Um, which, when we looked at your current total of HP on the fast track, means that you would be level four. So this week, I reached out, said, Hey guys, actually, I think it was like Sunday night. I was like, Hey, you only got two days, but you guys are going to be level four. So cool. Have fun with that. Uh, so. Um, <clears throat> I think it was you more guys. of a, hey, you guys should go to level four. If not, then we'll just keep you at level three today. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Well, we basically. all made it. We all made it. Uh, well, of course. Kate, just because I'm curious about the numbers, uh, what does that put our next level goal at? We are at 6,875. Fourth yeah. level was 6,000 on the fast track. 10,000 is the next level. So that still doesn't leave us too far behind from fifth level, which is nice. Uh, yeah. Yep. Three thousand something away. Right. It's not too so bad. Yeah, and looking big encounters. Looking at the milestone leveling, like that puts you more on track with where you should be, um, given where you guys are heading. But actually, it's so a, we fell whole, behind. It's a, I was going to say it's a whole bait and switch because we're going to learn the final boss's location and then we're going to backtrack, not go there. We're going to do all of the other locations, waste time uh, leveling up. 
Seventh level, then yep. we go to the final boss. Yeah. We go to that haunt again, right? Like, we go back to the haunt oh at the God. original this fort. Is, yeah, we farmed that for a while. Days. We farmed we that for a little bit. We succeeded masterfully. <laughs> little did she know! We were in for the long <sighs> con. It's funny, so XP leveling, we fell behind, actually. Well, you probably... wouldn't have, but you will have. Yeah, probably because we didn't end up going to that... <laughs> Stronghold, the fort place, or the tar pits place. Yeah, yeah. A lot of places. And then also, like moving to fast track will allow me to forego some encounters that really don't have much to do with the actual story. Um, And that's something that going into this, I'd never run XP leveling before. Um, I haven't really even listened to too many podcasts where they do XP leveling, so this was a kind of uncharted territory, and being a module, it was not a big deal, but you live and learn, and um, the one podcast that Jason and I listened to, they used XP leveling, and they go on the fast track, and they're actually doing a full AP, and the GM said that it helps because they can focus more on the story, and they're not doing these like little encounters where you're fighting oh three zombies and there's no reason why you're fighting them you're just there to fight them so case in point would be like back at fort breakthrough like the very end when we had like those centipedes like they didn't Mm -hmm. do anything they were just filler more or less in that Mm -hmm. one room at the very end we'd cleared out everything except that one room and it was just kind of like filler centipedes kind of yeah i think that's kind of what it's talking about yeah, Jason and I have talked about it, and he said that, you know, back in Book 1 of Iron Fang, there were some encounters where if we had been doing XP leveling, or even if we were to go back and do the book again, that he would cut out, just because they don't really benefit the the story, and it just makes for a longer book. At least so. five that I can think of. Yeah. But all said and told, changes moving forward. Do we want to break down our new levels and introductions, roll our HP? Or yeah. Yep, so we can go around and um, we can start with Brandon, since he's first on the screen. We can start with Brandon. So anything that you want to tell us about Krimit with level four, and then we'll go ahead and roll your... Actually, go ahead and roll your HP first, so we don't forget to do that. And I'm assuming you took another level in Gunslinger? Yeah. Okay, so that D10. Oh, yeah. All right, so eight HP. Rolled a six plus his con of two. Uh, so and I'll probably just do favorite class bonus in that too. Okay. Cool, cool. So what else did you get at level four? Um, so I ended up taking... So it wasn't really a huge level, but it should help uh, in combat. So I took precise shots, so now I don't have to worry as much with firing into melee, which, which will help, especially with touch attacks. My um, dexterity prior to was an odd level 17, so I was able to bump that up to an 18, which now ranks that to a 4, which will help me with uh, firing a little better as well. That was that was really about it. So my combat effectiveness maybe has gone up, but I still have a terrible misfire chance. So <laughs> fifth level, that's where that's where it's gonna all come together. Yeah, fifth level is big for gunslinger, so you will just see that. By the end of this module, fifty it's bucks. Beginning, I get killed before fifth level. <laughs> oh man, Sarah, you should take that action and then just let him live because you're the DM and you. And then kills me in the very first encounter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> At fifth level, exactly. Brilliant, Sarah. Cool stuff. So Kermit's getting stronger and more confident. 
It's beginning to come together though at fourth level. Fifth is big, but fourth level, like you said, you're firing in melee now without such a concern. It's it's all. Yep, it's no joke. And I mean, fourth level is the first level where you get that ability score increase. So if you built your oh, ability scores yeah. with your highest being an odd level, you get to bump that up at fourth level, and it's exciting. I did that with Nayari's strength. She was at seventeen until fourth level, and then you hit eighteen, and you're like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Like, you could just make it out a me. little bit, you know, squeak yep. it out. Yep. yep. So, next. Forgot that that's a thing. Yeah. Next step. Ability score change. You get to increase one of your ability scores by one. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'm all even numbers, so I will worry about that a little later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next up is Jason with Miyabe. So Miyabe went ahead and he multi-classed into Barbarian, (laughs) which at first thought might not make any sense. But I took an archetype that I think will make a lot of sense, but I'm going to wait for the the main ability of that archetype will come up probably in combat, so I'm going to wait to introduce it then. Um, But some of the other things that I got because of this level up is my speed went up again, so I now have a 50-foot normal base land speed. Um, Justin, I was a Blood Rager before becoming Barbarian. I didn't know the difference. I thought a Blood Rager was a Barbarian. No, Blood Rager is, is so a... That is you. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, are you already a Barbarian? Oh. Blood Rager is a hybrid between the Barbarian and the Sorcerer. It's very similar to the Barbarian. Except- Wait a minute. He's a half-Sorcerer and hates... Ma- you know what? I don't want well, to that's because he... Right now. He took an archetype that got rid of his spellcasting, so he was just a crappy oh. barbarian. <laughs> he wasn't much. even a real blood rager. Yeah, and uh, well, now he's kind of a two-fifth sorcerer now. <laughs> the character, the character was always a barbarian in my head. It's just that when we rolled classes, I rolled a blood rager. So okay, so I'm not crazy. Like not crazy. I, I swear that I thought you were playing a barbarian, and so when you're like, I'm multi-classed and took barbarian, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, same. I multiclassed and took wizard. Like, <laughs> sorry. Continue. You're good. Um, so the barbarian gets to roll that sweet D12 hit yeah. dice. So I'll have to roll that manually because if I hit the hit point button, it's going to roll a D10. So. All oh, right. Uh, I will three, roll it in the chat. I've added the modifier already. Okay, I'll re-roll <laughs> that. That's a re-roll, that was a one. Oh, for all of you, while you're listening, we have this house <laughs> rule for... Okay, he rolled another one. For rolling hit dice, where a d6 and a d8... <laughs> okay, hold on. Just stop. Let me explain this before you keep going. I called it. Oh my gosh. Called it. I told you to stop. Um, anyway, the house rule for rolling HP is that d6 and d8 hit dice don't get to re-roll. So whatever they roll is what they get. A d10 gets to roll ones and twos, and a d12 gets to roll one, twos, and threes. Jason rolled one, one, three, and then four. And so before this session, before this session, I told Sarah, I'm going to roll a four because that's the minimum that I could possibly roll. <laughs> yep. Uh, not to be argumentative, but you said a D6 and a D8 don't get any rerolls. 
Yeah, that's the, got to reroll once. That's D8's. the Iron Fang rule that Jason yeah. came up D8's with. D8s so reroll just... once. Oh, do they? Sixes are yeah. nothing. D8s are ones. Tens are ones and twos. Twelves are ones, twos, and threes. Oh. It's just an incremental increase. Yeah. I thought there were... Well, I stand corrected. Well, no, it's a, it's a house rule, so you could kind of just say, no, I don't like that. Nobody <laughs> it's like gets... my eight-year-old yells at me when I'm playing an imaginary game incorrectly. Just <laughs> happens. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're not You're doing it right. This right. I, I. Sorry. It's fake. I don't know what you. Where are the rules? Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like that's really discriminatory. So, for the purposes of, does rage stack then the progression? No, like I get a separate. Rage. I get a separate thing. So I've got eleven rounds of one, and then seven rounds of the other. And did you have an odd ability score, or did you... I did. I bumped my con up to 16 from 15. That's so high. You rarely ever see characters that have 16 con. Well, I need it, because my health rolls are rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. You should see it. High con characters. It it sounds like a cool con (laughs) So, wouldn't you add plus three? I had already added one into my... Because when I increased my con, I immediately added four. Oh, okay. Sorry. Right. Okay. Yeah. Compensated. Okay. Your favorite class in? I don't get a favorite class because I'm multi Oh, that's right, because it's not Because you're multi-classed. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. So is that all that you wanted to share with Miyabe, or about Miyabe for now? Yep, he's sitting at 44 hit points. All right. You'll live forever. Uh, next up is Josh with Aluna. I love talking about myself, and I love talking about my characters, so I'll just tell you everything. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. Uh, so the big things is that... Um, uh, where am I at? I got a new hex. Um, if you remember last level, I took a feat, so I got an extra hex. But normally I only get it on lot levels, so I got that here. Uh, which is pretty cool. And with that, I chose one of the hexes available to me uh, from my spirit, which is Wisdom of the Ages. It allows me to uh, call upon my ancestors for lore and guidance, and I can use my Wisdom modifier instead of my intelligence on knowledge checks, which is pretty cool. Um, I also get something for Speaker for the Past. Uh, That is the archetype that I took. Uh, And part of that archetype is that I can get revelations, like an oracle does, from two mysteries, Ancestor and Time. I went ahead and picked up one of the Time ones to allow me to roll twice on my initiative score and take whichever result I want. So you don't have to take higher or lower, you can take what you want. Which is pretty cool. Uh, Interesting. Very interesting indeed. Uh, Last but not least, ability score doesn't matter to me because I happen to have all even numbers for my thing, so I'll figure that out later because I forgot. Um, And then for favorite class bonus, I get to pick uh, a cleric spell as my racial choice, and Mm -hmm. I went ahead and picked up Shield of Faith. Alrighty. uh, Which is pretty nice. Uh, You're missing one thing. See if you can think of it. One thing that I forgot. Yeah, one thing that you forgot to do. Will saves came up. I got a roll. Yeah, that that's it. Do you want some um, additional HP? <laughs> ooh, six. Not bad. Five. You're a D eight, right? Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at Not all. Not bad at all. <clears throat> so Lynn will add six HP. And last but not least is our favorite spell slinger wizard, Abner Calhoun. 
Abner Calhoun. So, <clears throat> I did have an odd ability score, so I put it in charisma because that kind of fits yeah. Abner with his trying to talk things out with people and be convincing and stuff. Um, and I'm actually going to also put on that, unless Josh has a problem with it, I'm actually going to put on that headband of charisma um, to add to it even more. Will they give you um, an 18 charisma? That would give me a 16 charisma. 16 charisma, okay. Ah, 16 the headband! The headband. Spells. I did gain one additional level two spell, which is cool, and an additional level one spell. Uh, to learn a spell, I ended up picking Flaming Sphere, because that still kind of goes with the motif that I've been working on with Abner, being more like fire magey type stuff. Um, and I thought it was a pretty neat little ability. So it's a, uh, you summon a fire globe, five foot globe, and you kind of direct where you want it to go. And when it makes contact with a uh, creature or person, uh, it deals damage. Um, unfortunately, it is a reflex negates entirely. So okay. it's like that high risk, high reward thing. Save like or suck, yeah. It, yeah, it's actually save or suck. Like if they save, that sucks. But if they don't, that's awesome. It's 3d6 damage. Um, so that's what I picked for that. Um, yeah, and I don't think I had anything else that was worth mentioning. Um, All right. so let's roll some HP. HP and you guys are racist against D6s, so I don't get to re-roll <laughs> anything. Like classist. Yep. Yep. Aww. That's about right. He All rolled right. a two, so Abner had three hit points. Even if we let you re-roll ones, you didn't roll a one. Nope. You, you roll just what Miyabe gets with his card. I thought, wasn't the house rule that wizards re-roll one, two, three, four, fives? <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure no. that's accurate, yes. No. Uh, so I'm at 22 health. Oh. <laughs> I am very squishy, AC of 12, so I have to start playing a little more conservative if I don't want Abner <laughs> to die. <laughs> Yikes. Well, that's funny because I was looking at Kieran's character sheet the other day, and I looked and I was like, he's 5th level and he has 30 hit points. That That's scary. That's yeah. real scary. It's going to be real fun. I was going to say, especially in Iron Fang, that's scary. Like, I'm not yeah. super scared right now in Iron the Storm. I mean, I'm a little worried with that low of HP. But yeah. in Iron Fang, I would be terrified yeah. to wow, be level it, 5 with 30 HP. And also a character that cannot wear armor. So right. it's like, uh, right. i got to spend three rounds just to get myself buffed to have a yeah. okay. Yes, it gets bad now. I rolled really well on my wizard for Rune Lords for HP, and I'm not excited because now we're getting to where enemies have, like, iterative seven round attacks and they're plus 15s on every attack i'm literally dead in one round regardless yep. i have a 17 ac it's no good oh i've got that. some i've got some ideas to deal with casters going into oh, book four i bet i'm for, so excited for context on that you have a 17 ac that's pretty much the bonus to hit that my character has And he's not very min-maxed. No. <laughs> he's a three-quarters base attack bonus investigator. But oh. Well, cool. So you all Saved. are leveled up, level four, ready to take on the world. And as was mentioned earlier, we left off with you guys just having arrived at the halfling village, oh. Kashil. Um, and so as you arrived, you have Mudzuzi with you. So he was able to lead you to where the halfling village is located. 
And as you arrived, you noticed that it was a very strange atmosphere. At first, um, <clears throat> you saw these buildings that are all built on stilts. And it almost seemed like the village was abandoned. There really weren't that many people at all out. And as you were walking through, you could see um, some people looking out at you from windows. All of the doors were shut. Um, nobody's talking, so it's quiet. Um, you get further in and you see this older woman approaching with five halfling soldiers with her. I don't think I showed you the handout of what she looks like. Um, but she walked up to you and she said, um, who are you and what are you doing here? And she spoke to you in polyglot. Oh, actually, no, she spoke to you in common. Um, and I'm looking for where she is. And I can't find her. So let me... Oh, right here she is. So that is who you see approaching you, an older halfling woman. And she will look and she'll see Muzuzi with you. And she will say, um, in halfling this time, which I think Abner speaks. Yep. So she will say, Muzuzi, what happened to you? Where are the rest of the group? To which he will respond, ah, we, were, we were taken down at the fort. We were out and... We were scouting and hunting, and we were attacked by lizard folk, and we tried to to get, uh, we tried to find shelter with the humans at the fort, and it was a massacre. The lizard folk killed all of the people with me, and they killed all of the people at the fort, and I was just barely able to get out with the help of these people. Um, she'll kind of nod at him and look back at the rest of you and say, So? Who are you? What are you doing here? And what do you want with us? My fine woman, we just wanted to return this young man to uh, his village here. And uh, uh, we were hoping perhaps you could give us a little bit of information on uh, the whereabouts of uh, the lizard folk. Are you speaking in common or? Halfling. Halfling? Okay. She will speak back to you and say, if you wish to speak in the common tongue, I am one who knows it, if it is easier to converse with your companions. I suppose that would be fine, just living by the local customs. We can speak in common, and he'll switch back into common. And, uh, yeah. Well, pardon me for being cautious around outsiders, but... <laughs> Did you just call me a horse? I may have uh, butchered your local language. I apologize. <laughs> I haven't had much interaction with halflings since practicing the language. Uh, uh, I didn't mean any offense. <laughs> oh, it's so true, though. That's why I'm terrified to speak in a native language when I travel abroad. I'm like, I'm going to just make a fool of myself. <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm going to butcher it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do that in English. Right. You've got to be comfortable with being wrong and just rolling forward. Just like, oh, that was ro just rolling forward. Yep. That's it. Um, you will forgive me for being cautious, but we do not trust you outsiders. 
You have brought us nothing but trouble. And while I'm sure your intentions are good, and I am grateful for you bringing Muzuzi back to us, I do not understand what you want with the lizard folk. Uh, well, they, uh, they attacked the fort there, as uh, this young man mentioned, uh, and we had a bit of a run-in with them back in the, the city. Uh, they seem to have been summoning a storm of some kind, perhaps, or uh, trying to practice some foul magic and uh, attacked our uh, sheriff. We'd like to reach out to them and see if we can come to a peaceful solution. I have noticed the storm, and she'll gesture to behind you where you can see the dark clouds, and now it's almost as if where the day before the storm had seemed to be where it was, now you can tell it's getting closer. And it's like it's moving pretty quickly towards land, which is very odd in that it was kind of stagnant for so long and now it's suddenly making a push towards land. She'll say, we we have been watching it and it does not seem to be natural. Um, We do not know what is causing such unnatural storms in these parts i i practice meteorology myself my uh, skills are wide known in this area and uh yeah it does seem a bit unnatural and we'd like to you know see if it's the work of the lizard folk and ascertain their location i do not know if you're going to have very much luck with the lizard folk they are very territorial and stubborn um However, it is odd because they are our closest neighbors out here. And until this year, they were always willing to trade with us. However, my scouts have said that they recently lost some of their territory to a Bogod tribe north of the river. And they have pushed south, licking their wounds. Which is possible why they have so angrily struck out at the humans. Your presence here has not been good to the people of this land. There was a, a letter at the fort uh, talking about some damage to the river. Uh, do you know anything about that? I do not know anything of that specifically. There are many rivers here, so I do not know precisely which river would be referenced in there, but um, I have not experienced any trouble with the river myself. You know this letter came from the lizard folk. Oh, well, it was actually written by the Kashil Ka- tribe. Is that right? Oh, that we actually? are the Kashil tribe. May I see this note? Well, that's awkward. I, uh... I, who has it? I don't know who has it. I mean, Probably you. Oh, okay. Well, then, yes. I pull out the letter. I'm like, let me... Give me one moment to it reach would, into my handouts. And it would either reach. be you or Aluna, one of the two. Right, right. Uh, Miyabe is clearly the keeper of records. Um, <laughs> so I'll reach in and pull out the little letter we found at the fort and hand it over to the lady. Okay, she'll take it and she'll read over it and she'll say, Well, I can assure you this was not written by us. Uh, I am the only one who knows the common tongue and the rest do not speak or write in this language. And I can assure you that I did not write such a letter. While we are cautious of outsiders, we have nothing against you as long as you leave us be. Um, 
we do not see you as harming the river or the land. As long as you keep to yourselves, we will keep to ours. Well, uh, I'm at a bit of a loss here. We like to try and learn more about this storm. Do you do you have any idea where we should maybe start or try? Or, uh, we were given some locations to perhaps check. Uh, there was a, a mention of some kind of temple within these this forest. Uh, uh, then there was also uh, an ambush site from a previous uh, expedition that perhaps you interacted with. Now that you mention it, it is strange. Uh, and she stops and she thinks for a while. I would not be surprised if this storm has something to do with that expedition. Uh, the Mayaborn attacked them for mucking around in some storm kinder territory. Uh, I think it is the presence of Gozra enacting judgment on those for trying to desecrate the temple grounds. I'm not aware of the temple myself, but my scouts saw the attack happen on the expedition. We could not have done anything to sway the tide, but we did see something that happened between the humans and the lizard folk there. Yeah, um, uh, does that check out? Is Grosra, I know he, I know as a player he's a neutral deity, but is he particularly known towards acting vengeance or, you know, like a spirit defending nature when it gets attacked? Is that a particular way he manifests? Question uh, roll a knowledge religion. Oof. <laughs> All right, so natural 20. So total of a 20 unnatural religion. A um, couple of things. Um, just from you being here, Aluna, you would know that Gozra is um, probably the most widely worshipped deity in this area. Um, Gozra is... Now i got to pull it up. Gozra is very much associated with nature and the storm. Um, and actually has like a dual, I don't know what you want to call it, but Duality, yeah. he, he can be referred to as a he, but he can also be referred to as she who guides the wind and the waves as well as the sky father. So kind of has this like fluid nature. Um, he is no yeah, dualistic deity known as the God of the storm and sky also as a goddess of the wind and surf. Um, Born of the ocean's fury and the wind's wrath, Gozra is a fickle deity. Um, he is a true neutral. Um, he's very much focused on the weather and the sea. So it's not out of the question, depending on what happened, for Gozra to probably... Um, I don't know so much as manifest judgment, but for followers of Gozra to take offense at certain things that may have happened. Um, they're very much focused on the natural order of nature, and anything that works against the natural order is basically um, very offensive, and yeah. they don't take lightly to that. So I do also believe, I think there are Druidic cults <laughs> of Gozra as well that 
are very violent in making sure that nature is not encroached on that kind of stuff. And he's worshipped everywhere too, like mm-hmm. all the way up from near Mathis to underwater by aquatic elves. He's he's very widely known. So, okay, good to know. Uh, speaking of this expedition, um, I did hear word that part of the expedition included one woman who was in orange and green. Uh, she escaped, and left behind was a handsome young tall folk man who began to parlay with the Mayaborn shaman. Um, well, oh, it's not its not the mic, it's Discord itself. It's just me speaking. Interesting. Switching chats. I don't know if this is any better. Are you in the other one with me? Yeah, I'm with you now. Yeah, I think it's that server. Can we invite Justin to this one? Uh, he's already invited, it looks like. What up? Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, I thought I thought your mic died, Sarah. So I was over here saying, Sarah, your mic died. Your mic died, Sarah. <laughs> well, I was sitting. I was like in the middle of talking, and then I heard the noise. But I was like, oh, I can still hear myself. It's fine. So I continued talking, and Justin had a really weird look on his face. And I was like, did did something happen? And I went over, and I was like, oh, oh, something happened. <laughs> Wait. Oh, good oh, stuff. That's just my face. It's not a weird look. <laughs> I was wrong. You're right. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six of my regular servers are down. Oh, so, my. So not everything, but it is widespread. Yeah. Wait for it. This one will my go down soon. Glass half empty, buddy. What is wrong with you today? <laughs> hey, no, my my no, my roommates are still chilling in San Marichi. They're up. Uh, Unlucky Moon is down, and Streets of Bacon are down, though. So who well, knows? I Hopefully don't even. Won't go down. I don't even remember what I was saying. You Apparently mentioned the storm arrived and killed us all. Well, you mentioned that the, the one person survived and escaped, and then another person was parlaying with the druid. Uh, and then, yeah, and then I was in my head. I was like, "Oh, that's probably the guy that I'm looking for." And then I think you died. Okay, I think I was talking about other stuff. Um. Oh yeah, I think I was basically just saying they saw one woman in orange and green who escaped. There was a handsome young tall folk man who began to parley with the shaman. Um. But. My scouts didn't stay around to see what else happened because they didn't want to get caught. So, what other tall man are they referring to? The uh, probably the master of my friend, Kanjoram. Master. Now I'm thinking of Toto from Jujutsu Kaisen, like Miyabe is Toto saying "my friend." My brother. (laughs) But I thought, yeah. So, uh, what's her name? Hamslice said everybody was killed. So. So Kanjo Aram is your buddy, and he mentioned his master, yep. Magdi Kukoi. Yep. Is he a tall folk? Depends on who you're talking to. I'm sure Miyabe wouldn't consider him tall, but Kremit probably say, would. Is there anybody <laughs> that halflings don't say, consider the tall folk? Or tall folk to me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you people are giants. <laughs> so I think... When she mentions that, Miyabe might actually speak up and he would say, This other man, do you have any idea where he might be now? 
I, I do not know what they did with him. I do not know if they killed him or if they took him with them. Um, I do not know anything about him, only that he, according to the scouts, was not dressed for battle like the rest. Um, and he did not fight back. He instead just tried to parley with them. Do, I do not know his fate. Do you know where we could find them to find him if they took him? Unfortunately, I do not know this temple that you speak of. Um, the jungle is dense and hard to navigate. Uh, my best guess to you would be to maybe try to find that camp, and maybe the camp would lead you to where the temple is. The scene of the crime. We will do this. Where is this camp? We have a. Do we have like a, a like a really good map, or just like a general idea? You just have a general map. Okay. Yeah. Do you um, perhaps have a better idea of where the camp might be? Um, let me consult with my scouts, and I will see what I can do. Uh, in the meantime, um, I would like to gather some things to give to you for thanks and bringing Muzuzi back to us. Uh, if you will wait here, I will I will convene with them, and I will come back and hopefully give you a better idea of where you should head from now. Um, and then Muzuzi will turn to you and he will say, ah, I also would like to give you a present uh, for returning me back home. This means a lot to me. And he will run off into one of the houses. And after about 10 minutes, he comes back and he says, ah, I found these at one time and they are no good to me. I don't need them. So I'd like to give them to you. Um, and he gives you a headband and four potions that look to be the same potion. Ah, potions of inflict light wounds. <laughs> I'll uh, detect magic. Okay, they do detect magic as On magic. Headband. <clears throat> is. Just tell me. You gonna have to roll it because he don't know. He just found it. We might as well roll spellcraft checks on those other two items too. Yeah, so that's I'll the other headband. Aid. That was that was another thing I was going to ask is on the items that you found before when you were still in town, do you think that you would have paid to identify them or would you have just kept trying to figure them out on your own? Habner would have probably just tried to figure them out on his own. Okay. Yeah. Aluna can keep aiding. Okay, so we can resolve this first and then we can go back and look at those other things cuz you would have had a roll today for what those were. So, is this on the the new headband that you just got? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with a 20 and Aluna are you aiding or rolling separately? I was aiding, but it just gets us a 22 either yeah. way. Yeah, that's fine. That's enough. So this one is a headband of inspired wisdom plus two. Oh, I want it. Just kidding. You could have the charisma one. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Miyabe. <laughs> wisdom? This wisdom about your casting for, for context, my relationship with wisdom and charisma is much like a cleric's. Wisdom <laughs> is my casting scat. Scat? My <laughs> That's a different game. <laughs> it's a much different game. It's <laughs> my main casting stat, uh, but charisma affects things related to my class abilities and others, like your use per day is blah blah blah, plus your charisma modifier for some reason. Like that. Uh, gotcha. Okay, so Luna will get some use out of that. Um, well, if wisdom is one of my main stats. Is it gunslinger, what do you use it for? Grit. Oh, that's right. So it's so yeah. 
Ooh, do we have a PvP? Classic, do we have a classic roll? <laughs> no, because that, that's a cool one. That's not fair. As soon as I shoot her, Miyabe will come raging. <laughs> I'll protect you and then die as well. Just beat Miyabe. In lieu of proper roleplay, we can uh, roll off for it. I think you should arm wrestle. In real yeah, life. Right Ooh, actually. Right. We've been <laughs> In real life. No, you guys have to go onto Steam and play that insult game. How about how about this? We we figure yeah. out what we get, uh, Brandon, and then we'll we'll debate up there. Yeah. So go ahead and roll a separate spellcraft for the potions. Okay. Again to aid. Okay. Hey, wow! Look at us. Wow. Yeah, Dude, we know everything with one great <laughs> investment. I just know magic. Buddy. <laughs> um, so these potions, you get four potions of remove fear. That okay. sounds like foreshadowing of fire. Why ever would you say that? The only problem is it's if you get bug. hit by fear, you're too afraid to drink the potion, depending <laughs> on what the effect is. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so then going back to the other things that you have, I honestly don't even remember. You ring had and a, a rapier. Ring and a rapier. Oh, ring and a rapier, okay. I mean, the ring's definitely going to be a plus one, so I'm going to take that. And then the rapier, who knows? Rapier's going to be a plus one corrosive rapier. Yeah. So let's see. This is for the ring? Yeah. Probably. Mine's coming. Is it, though? There it is. Wow, you guys are really good on your rolls. So that's a 23 with a Luna aiding for a 25. So it is... I'll go with the rapier because that's higher. It's a plus one corrosive rapier. Hey! Hey! Sarah, try telling us something we did infer from observation. (laughs) <laughs> Why do you need to roll spellcraft if you just know? And the ring is wow! Oh my gosh! All right, Earth so Luna is... an aid, but a nineteen. It is a ring of protection plus one. Yay! Which, all right, I have to go back and say, Jason frustrates the heck out of me. He got every one of those. <laughs> he guessed every single yep. one of those items in the chat, and then on Friday we were playing Rune Lords. And I, oh, yeah. the enemy, cast a spell on his character, and I was like, please roll a fortitude save. He's like, oh, okay. So he rolls it, and at first thinks he passes, and after a while we realize that he actually failed it. And he's like, and I'm permanently blinded. And I'm like, what the heck? How did you know I could blind this? You should have said, no, you're deaf. <laughs> so I told him, I said, I should have just changed it and be like, you're permanently deaf. After yeah, a while, you get a feel for these things. Yeah, yeah. I say, after a while, because like the big six are not just referred to that because that's what you buy with your extra wealth when you're building a higher level character. It's also what you're given in every adventure somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah, always find the standard. a best. Like you just, you always do. Yeah, yeah. Just like if you hit with a ranged touch attack and then a fortitude save, you're like, crap, this is disintegrate, and that's really bad. Or if you mention a small red ball and then a reflex save, it's like, oh, that's fireball. That's fireball. And that's, why, that's why I think it makes sense it, like where player knowledge and in-game knowledge collapse, because like Spectral Hand, you're pretty much going to know what that spell is just by looking at it. So it makes mm-hmm. sense that there's a very easy check to just, oh yeah, that's Spectral Hand. Like, some stuff like that I really like. Yeah, so you can really tell. Yeah. Well, Miyabe and Krimit are like, what's a ring? What's a ring do? What's a ring? So yep, so that's your loot. You've got Headband of Inspired Wisdom plus two, Ring of Protection plus one, plus one Corrosive Rapier, and four potions of remove here. So how are we gonna divvy up the loot? Oh, and let me let me just say she will come back and give to you 
<clears throat> Guess what it is, Jason? Yeah, you gotta... So she will give you a scroll and a wand. Ooh. Ooh, that wand. Can you guess? Wand of Magic Missile! The wand has eight charges. Cure moderate wounds. Okay, so cure moderate wounds. Any other guesses? Magic Missile. And the scroll? The scroll's a fireball. Identify. (laughs) I wasn't paying attention. Alright, so the old the old halfling is going to give you a scroll and a wand with eight charges, and you're going to have to guess what they are. Oh boy. A little uh, bit harder. Yeah, those ones are hard because there's so many options. Um, I'm going to say the scroll, I'll just go out on a limb, say like locate object. Just okay. something crazy. And uh, the wand, I probably would say cure modern ones would be what I would go for, probably. Okay. Josh, do you have any guesses? No, I agree with Jace. Okay, none of you are right. Uh, uh, so it is a scroll of mirror image, oh, wasn't gonna which Abner that. will want to jot down in his spell book. Yep. And a, a wand spell. of Cat's Grace. Wasn't going to guess that either. Save that for when I hit level five, please. Cat's Grace, I believe, is on the shaman list, so either of us can use that. Mirror image isn't a shaman spell. Why does she have that scroll? Wait, just kidding. Cat's Grace is not. She's not a shaman, actually. What? Is she a psychic? Nope. A ranger? Fight her and see what happens. Fight her. 1v1 me. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. There's two of me right now. Um, She is actually a sorcerer. Okay. That makes sense. With the Arcane oh. Bloodline, the Arcana Bloodline. I would have chosen differently if I knew that. What do you mean you would have chosen differently? I wouldn't have said Cure Light Wounds. Yeah. I might have still said Locate Object, but... Oh, I see. I gotcha. Yeah. I, so... wouldn't, have ca- I wouldn't have guessed Cat's ga- Grace either way, but... No. Um, so she will say... Uh, she will also offer you an old brass key. Um, she'll say, this is something that my grandfather found when he was exploring the ruins of a storm kindler village near here. Um, it is said to ease the rage of the winds. Uh, it seemed awfully uh, cryptic to me, and I have never discovered a use for this key, but perhaps in your travels and with your journeys, you will find something that this will open. More foreshadowing. Can we uh, go ahead and get a... Does it detect as magical? The key does not detect as magical. It's oh. a minor artifact. And she would say, just because you seem to be getting confused, the place that he found this was northwest, whereas the camp that the expedition was attacked is southeast. This so, key, does it bear any religious significance, or does it in fact appear really old, like perhaps an artifact or a relic? Um. Yeah, so it has... Uh, geometric swirls on it, which... It looks like just... a hurricane. Um, I hate when they, like, reference something and you're like, uh... Hold, please. Okay. Um... Yeah. Excuse me. Yes. It does have some significance with Gozra. Okay. Again, I thank you for bringing Muzuzi back to us safely. Um, 
We hadn't heard from the expedition and we were preparing to send out others to track them down. Um, we will mourn those who are lost and uh, have funeral rites for them, even though we were not able to recover their bodies. But um, you did us a great service in bringing him back and for your kindness uh, to him. And if there is any way for this storm to be stopped, it would be a benefit to all of us. Okay, that's good to know. How about some XP? That was very dismissive of you, Aluna. <laughs> if you insist. Aluna's like, um, yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> so for bringing Muzuzi back safely, you get 800 XP for that. And then for um, coming to the Kashiel tribe, uh, you get 1600 XP. I feel like they could have just lumped those two things together into one. That's a lot it's of like reading the well, book the other day and getting more experience. Well, so here's the thing that I'll explain. Going off of what I talked about at the beginning with cutting out certain encounters, um, there are encounters that take place here. So there's some things that you can do to try to earn the trust of the Kashil tribe, but in reading over them at this point, it doesn't really do much other than just take up time. So I decided that we didn't need to go that route, especially if we're doing fast track leveling now. It's not necessary, so... One of them was 1v1-ing her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyone who's listening to this... Anyone who's listening to this who has either run through this module or is going to run through this module, I apologize. We're not doing all of this stuff, but every playthrough is different, so... I apologize to no one. Sarah wants to get back to uh, Iron Fang. I mean, not just me. I think think we all are anxious to get back to Iron Fang. I've never been there. I I was reading through the next encounter that we'd do in Iron Fang, and I was like, oh boy, oh boy. It's going to be quite a day. I'm team. really excited. And TPK. Not just Rock some back, foreshadowing. Guys. Jason, what did, what did you tell me about the, the first encounter? And I, like, like It was going to be terrible for Aiden or something? Oh, no. I said that in the first session that we're back, there's going to be some like monumentally massive character development pieces of information that Aiden's going to... like multiple For multiple reasons, Aiden's going to... Like, be freaking out after the first session we're back. Very excited to be freaking out the first <laughs> session that we're back. Well, and I also <laughs> need to caveat that I am excited for Iron Fang, but this is more so I want to get us to part three of this module because that's like the fun stuff. That's like the need. meat and potatoes of the module. So I'm like rushing to get there and then we don't have to rush. But I am so what you're excited. saying is we need to go back to the Cobalt Eye, check out that ship. See if we can find that other water serpent thing, kill it, go back to the village, maybe interrogate that guy again before he leaves to go to a different city and stand trial. Actually, uh, I think we should spend about a week or two in downtime just building Abner's house. Yeah. I, mean, I would, basically, I would actually like to, to spend 30 days retraining my first three levels. Hey, you know what? So, I mean, we can do that, but <laughs> then this hurricane's gonna come and just wipe everything out. Well, no, I um, I left to retrain, so I'm fine. <clears throat> Some oh. see that as a tragedy. Some see it as an opportunity. <laughs> you know what? It's okay, like a true I... capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> we wash our hands of this. We walk away. 
we we didn't start the storm. How are we responsible for those deaths? We're not. Yeah. yeah. What are all of our alignments again? Right. Are we chaotic? <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, we got a lot of chaotics here. Aluna is neutral. <laughs> Miyabe is neutral. Justin, I you're. I am lawful neutral. And Kermit oh. is what? Neutral, good. Ow. So Kermit's the only one that'll be out there trying to save people. <laughs> I just wow. stay, I'll try to try to block the storm with my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that working? Once we hit level five, no problem. I just shoot the eye right out. <laughs> I was storm. gonna say you can punch the storm. The storm. <laughs> Speaking of alignment, though, I think it was interesting. Jason and I had very similar thoughts. I think without talking about it for our characters, although both of them are pretty altruistic in nature and go out of their way to be kind and do good things. Um, both of them are shifted to neutral for various personal reasons related to that character, and I think that's pretty cool. I think it's because if a bad guy says he needs protection, Yabi does it, as we saw last session. Alright, so uh, Zaku will also bring back to you a map, a pretty crude map, that her scouts have put together, kind of detailing the surrounding areas. So with that, I will go ahead and reveal the adjacent hexes, just um, pretending like that's the the map that they have as the adjacent areas. And then I will show you where the expedition camp was at. And you'll also show us the temple. Uh, no. I tried to catch oh, her like last time, be like, and the temple was which hex again? Yeah. Oh, it's this one up here. One d four. Acid damage. One d four. Oh, that was not one of my finer moments. So Kermit will copy this down on his map as well, which means okay. literally nothing, but he does. Okay. Cool. You're like a cartographer. Which which river do you? Mean? I don't I have. Don't know, I just looked, I don't have any knowledge <laughs> in uh, geography, but I probably should have. That sounds like a great idea for a character, though. Anytime we leave the inner sea for a major AP, playing a cartographer sounds like so fun. Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. If only that wasn't my backup character. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, and then on this map, they will have marked... That's wrong. I didn't want that shape. I wanted a dot. We will have marked right here. That is the site of the ruined. Oops. Okay. So let me move that. Is he a member of the Pathfinder Society? Because he should be. Depending on what level he came in, he might be. So that would be pretty cool to have that, like a guy writing a traveler's guide. That would be pretty yeah. Funny. Not exactly that same flavor, but that's what my bard does with Rune Lords. He's writing constantly about their adventures and compiling different archives and educational textbooks. It's a good flavor. So we know where to go now. Yeah. So we go there. Yep. Yep. So Miyabe would just address the lady there, and he would just say. Thank you for your help. And then he would turn and leave. That's all he would say. <laughs> Kermit would just tip his cap. Thank you. Thank you, my fine lady. We'll uh, be heading on down this dusty trail and see if we can pick up some signs of these lizard folk. I think it's a swampy mud pit. 
That is probably more accurate. Okay. So you guys... <laughs> so you feel at home? <laughs> Frog boy? Frog boy! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, literally, instead of ability, I have a... Uh, where is it? Yeah, this, this is my favorite terrain. Yeah, I get a right. plus two. Camouflage, yep, I get a bonus to stealth and marshes in force, so yes, I do feel at home. Thank you for asking. He's gonna go predator style in one of these. He's gonna start like wiping mud. No, no, that's Zweef. It's that scene where like we walk past like what looks like just a mud lump and like just her eyes open as we walk past. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> Zweef is basically the uh, equivalent of Dark Souls patches. Uh, she just shows up and you're not sure if she's your friend or if she's gonna push you into a hole. She's uh, Gozra. Yeah. For the lulls. Yeah. yeah, the difference is, is that you can kill Patches and not feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever did, but... Anyway, so you guys will head south, east, along the river, and once you hit this jungle, it really starts to get difficult to travel. Like, this is the very edge of the jungle of hungry trees, and it is dense. It is oppressively humid. Um, you're moving very, very slowly... But um, you eventually do make your way. However, you're not going to get there the same day. So you're going to have to camp out. Um, Does it so, help if we feed the trees? Satiate them? What? Sure. You have to feed them human flesh. Oh. oh boy. So Abner's safe. Kermit's safe. <laughs> Aluna's safe. You're still, you still count as human. You're happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we have to distribute the headband of wisdom. Did you take the headband of charisma, Abner? Yeah. I really he puts to. the headband of wisdom on top of it. Uh, I have the dual wield. wield. I mean, why couldn't you, technically? I mean... You're like a Naruto, you just have one word around your neck and the other one on your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the headband of wisdom or charisma would be useful to me. Um, that would be it. But if you want to roll off, Brandon, for the wisdom headband, I will. Let do me put that. it this way: if you the ring is more useful to me than the charisma headband, so whichever one you don't get, Josh, you can have the other one. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Just remember that the ring is a deflection bonus, so I think Brilliant. that the ward hex is. Right. Yeah, that's why I didn't want it. Yeah. Right. You don't want the ring of deflection. No, because I usually have ward on. I mean, perfectly honest with you, I mean, I could just take... It doesn't matter. The Ring of Protection would put me uh, 18 AC. But I don't really need the headband. I'll roll right. just to roll. No, if you want, that that works, because I don't need the protection. Because my goal is to not fight, so, yeah. Did take Abner it. the ring? No, Abner's going to be awarded all the time. Oh, I am? Pause, not Abner. Abner, you <laughs> grab... <laughs> not oh, Abner. Oh, really? <laughs> You I mean, that's very generous of you, but... <laughs> what ring did you grab, then? Me? The ring of protection. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you took the ring of protection and the headband. Yeah. Duh. How, how about you take a headband, Brandon gets a ring, and I get a headband. Yeah, that works. We can do that. It's okay, okay. I'll just die. It's fine. 
<laughs> so, you, I, well, I'll give you the ring of protection if you want okay. to give me the scroll of um, mirror image. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna pass. Kermit's like, I don't know what to do with this. I thought for sure you were gonna take that. Because you just spent 10 minutes to copy the spell down. Sure, you get on the scroll. Yeah, yeah but it destroys the scroll. Yeah. Kermit <laughs> uh, may not know that. That's, it's just a piece of paper. True. It's just a piece of paper to him, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we've got Kermit taking the ring of protection, Abner taking the headband of charisma, alluring charisma plus two, and Aluna taking the headband of inspired wisdom plus two, and Miyabe gets nothing. Do they have anything that happens, like the headband of intelligence, you no. learn a language, wisdom doesn't have anything like that? No. Okay. You're also wrong, the headband of intelligence does not let you learn a language. It really? just gives you max skill ranks and a knowledge, usually. It oh. can be any skill, yeah, but it's like, usually a knowledge. focuses on a knowledge, I think. So. Gotcha. Okay. So, you guys are going to have to camp out in the jungle, um... And then the next day, if you set out, it will probably take you six, well, probably closer to seven hours moving through the jungle to get to this camp by the river. There's a bit of a clearing by the um, larger river in this area. Um, And the first thing that you notice as you start to get close to the area that they marked on this map is the smell. Um, you're able to smell this site before you're actually able to see anything. And as you come out of the dense jungle, you see this clearing, and the next thing that you notice is bodies. Um, This clearing is strewn with a dozen badly decayed bodies that just litter this campsite. Um, You can see several javelins remain here as well. Um, there's javelins that are sticking up out of the body. There are javelins that have fallen over after the bodies have decayed to the point you can no longer keep them up. Um, and I want everyone to roll a perception check for me. Yeah, Kermit's walking in with the uh, with his hat off, like waving in front of his face, like, ugh. It smelled like I just went in front of the polio factory. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It smells really bad. <laughs> I had to drive by it today, so... Oh, it's bad. It's also a place, like, heading south towards uh, Lewisburg, where you drive right past a landfill, and every time I'm like, Uh oh, can you imagine just living right across the street? Because there's houses right across the street. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Nice day, you just crack those windows open. (laughs) Breathe in the fresh country air. Uh, Okay, so, Aluna, you're the only one who's able to notice these javelins bear a striking similarity to the same javelins that um, the druid and her minions on the wall in Pride and Hearth wielded um, that day that you fought them during the storm. Um, Are they similar to the ones we found at the uh, The fort? fort? Yes. Yep. They're very similar to the ones you found at the fort as well. She relays as much and say we may be... Because we expect to find lizard folk here, right? I don't think so. I think we get there and Miyabe's looking around and he'd probably say it is probably impossible to follow any tracks at this point. It's been too long since this attack occurred. But we might as well try. 
Because it's been like weeks. Yeah, I mean, do we know how long? Because I almost got the feeling that it's been like, I don't know, just from conversation, almost looks like this happened like years ago or something. No, I think it was like Mm -hmm. two or three weeks ago. Right. Okay. Yep, this was a couple of weeks ago. So, like, Bart's it's not impossible, raining. but the DC would be higher than we could reasonably manage without some crazy magic or something. I, I could try to aid you with, uh, I got decent survival. We got Dead Eye Lore. I have a survival of nine. I mean, Miyabe would roll it, but I just don't think we're going to be able to after this much time and rain and whatnot. I agree Kurt with will that. follow Miyabe and just try to give him some pointers when he can. What's the highest bonus we have? I have no, a plus those seven. Are, those are not. That's poop. A plus what you say? <laughs> I have a plus seven, so I'd be aiding whoever has the highest. Oh, I thought I you plus, were. I have a plus nine. So you know, I, I have a negative aiding. one. Let me help, guys. Yeah, so what, are you, what are you surviving? He's just so Miyabe would be looking around for tracks, uh, seeing if anybody left this area, if he can find tracks that left the area. Um, either of the lizard folk or the guy that he's actually looking for. He just wants to know which direction to go from here is his main thing. Absolutely rolling rocks today. Okay, so let me go back and just read off the rolls. So we had for perception rolls, we had Abner with a 9, Miyabe with a 15, Aluna with a 20, Kremit with a 12. So that was to notice the um, javelins in the camp. Um, And then I'm going to go back to that in just a second. And then for survival to check for any tracks or indication of where to go, Kremit rolled a, t- uh, actually, Miyabe rolled a 14, Kremit rolled a 21, Abner rolled a 15, and Aluna came in with a natural 20 again for a 29. Um, the common theme that all of you with those survival checks can tell is it's been too long. It's been too long with steady rain. There's no indication of tracks other than just animal tracks. Animals that may have come through, ate some of the bodies, and then left. And now the bodies are at a state of decay where really nothing's going to eat them at this point other than the flies. Um, Going back to those perception checks, though, Aluna, while you're inspecting those javelins, Miyabe, you do notice that in an old fireplace... um, Or not fireplace... Was that campfire? Fire. Campfire, yes. In the campfire, you're able to see that one of the rocks is out of place. He would go and pick it up or look at where it was or Okay. You see a small bag that looks like it was hastily stowed under this rock in the, the campfire. He would check the contents. Okay. You open it up and you see a bunch of silver pieces. Uh, you see some sort of symbol that you don't recognize, and then you see another item that you're not sure really what it is. I found something here in this campfire. It does not look important to me, but I do not know what some of these things are. I'll take a look. Detect magic and relevant knowledges. <laughs> okay. Um, you do detect magic on the item looks like some sort of stone um, and then roll in knowledge actually we'll roll over your knowledge religion from before um, this is a holy symbol of Gozra yeah um, she'll relay as much and then ask for Abner's help to identify the magic item okay I'm guessing it's a thunderstone 
but who knows? I don't think it's quite as big. No. It is a familiar item, though. Not for this AP. Okay, so... Um, with those spellcrafts, you're able to determine that this is a steadfast gut stone, which we had one of these in Iron Fang. And if you eat it, it basically will um, negate precision-based damage, such as critical hit or sneak attack. The damage is instead directed to the stone, so the stone can basically absorb 10 hit points worth of damage from a critical or a sneak attack. Um, that would have been it, helpful against ham slice. Yeah, that's true. Um, when a gut stone is damaged by a melee weapon attack as a free action, you may sacrifice the stone to damage the attacker's weapon. Um, it's basically a free sunder combat maneuver that does not provoke an attack of opportunity. It bypasses the hardness and does 1d4 points of damage. After you eat it, you just have that effect? Yeah. Yep. Um, How do I convince Miyabe to eat it? <laughs> I was going to say Abner should eat it. Put it inside a good berry. I was just <laughs> thinking that. I was going to say uh, Abner should eat it because Miyabe can't be uh, oh, yeah. flat-footed. flat-footed, yeah. That's true. So exactly. if there was a rogue that acted before him, it wouldn't go off. He can still be flanked as of this moment, but... Um, right. So I... How long does it last? Uh, it just lasts. I think it's I think hours. It just, uh, hold on. Steadfast gutstone. I just Wait, had you just it. eat it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, you swallow it. Like a pill. Um... If it's not used within a week of being swallowed or is destroyed, it's crumbled. It crumbled apart. It, it crumbles apart and is passed harmlessly out of the body. Harmlessly, nothing. It's a rock. <laughs> it crumbles. How, how long did you say it lasts? A week. A week. Really? That's crazy. Because after you eat, it takes about six hours for food to pass through your stomach to your small intestines, and then for more further absorption, thir- uh, thirty-six hours for it to, you know, go through. Brandon, this is a game with magic. I am so. just saying, we need some realism here. <laughs> well, here's what it does. It, it's a stone that just stays inside you for longer. Then when it breaks up, it can be proper. That's going to feel terrible, because there's yeah. sometimes I eat a heavy lunch and I have to go back to work, and I'm just like, ugh. I mean, he yeah. probably feels like that for a week. Although, maybe it has the opposite effect, and it's like a chicken stomach that has stones in it, and it helps them actually digest food. So maybe it's just like grinding food up in there for you. Yeah. Um, rocks on a regular basis after? Yes. There you go. <laughs> he is a fetchling. Maybe that's what they do. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it and just go, oh, this is a delicacy amongst uh, fletchlings. Uh, I think I'll treat myself and just pops the stone in his mouth. And <laughs> Luna whispers to the rest of He's lying. He's lying. <laughs> it, it, it's magic. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> so... While Aluna and Abner are discussing this amongst themselves, Krimit, all of a sudden you hear a voice inside your head and it says, Who are you? Why are you here? Like, do I know it's in my head? Does it get saved? Yeah, you just hear it in your head. I just kind of like spin around and. Uh, my name is Cribbit, and I'm investigating this here campsite. Do I, I'm assuming I don't see anything. Mm-mm. Nope, you don't see anything. Yeah, they slowly 
turns he says yes we know that <laughs> does it say anything else no next Miyabe you here can you be trusted <laughs> Miyabe's eyes would go wide and he would dart his head towards Aluna and he would say Aluna I hear the spirits. And you he hear would, them too? He would look at the floating Iun stone around him and he would be like, Is that you? <laughs> Are you speaking Aluna, to me? Aluna's expression would be very animated, trying to be like, Ah, uh, good for you! <laughs> what? And trying to conceal legitimate terror. Um, next, Aluna, you here. Do you know the people who were here before? Were they friends of yours? Um, were they? Who who was it here that was here before? Remind me as a player. It was this was the expedition, Hamsagad's expedition, Hamslice Gold group. No, they were not our friends. And she's looking around. Uh, perception. Is there somebody like out in the woods casting a message? Is this more ethereal? Um, you can roll perception. You know, but... let me roll perception. It's no, I mean, like everybody can roll oh. perception. It's someone Sorry. casting sending from like fifteen countries away. Abner, you hear a voice. <clears throat> you do not seem like the others. You seem more like me. Can you be trusted? Uh, most certainly can be trusted, but. Uh... Can you be trusted? I don't generally like talking to people that I can't see. Do not question the spirits, Hebna. DC 25 to see like if I can hear the whispers on the spell. Um, 30 nope. to look around. Do I see uh, anything? Roll me... Those of you who can, roll me a knowledge arcana. You okay. got it. Abner, being a an arcane caster yourself, um, this doesn't completely throw you off. Uh, you determine that this is more of a telepathic means of communication. So there's no real words being exchanged other than just like straight to your minds. Uh, Miyabe, I don't think this is a spirit, my friend. I believe this is someone speaking to us uh, well, I don't know how to explain it to you, but I don't think it's a spirit. Um, Miyabe, yeah, you hear but... in your head. You're not entirely wrong. I'm not exactly like the rest of you, but I just need to know if you can be trusted before I come out. Because, well, the lizard ones were not so kind. You can trust me. I am no foe to the spirits. And then he turns to, Ab to Abner and he says, The spirits said that I was not wrong. Well, all right then. I'll let you talk to the spirits. Just yeah, throw down <laughs> this rude campsite. <laughs> um, you hear now in all of your heads. Do you promise that you will not hurt me? Will you lay down your weapons if I come out? Yeah, but Do you... not, I'll speak at once. 
Yeah, baby. Just... Ah! <laughs> I just told you don't do it. We tried. It's too hard. One at a time, please. It's too confusing. Trevor just put his hands up. Go ahead, Jace. Miyabe yeets his Earthbreaker again. <laughs> Roll a percentage. I hope you hit it. Roll a percentage. Get it. You throw it into the river and it washes. If it gets a 99, if it gets 100. The I know a surefire way to roll a hundred. Shut up! <laughs> it works every time. Ninety-nine percent of the time it works. Ninety-nine percent of the time. <laughs> Again, don't. Oh like, man, you. Ninety-nine percent of the time, there's two birds in a hand, and I'm two birds. <laughs> don't put your cards on and iron piercing. I am a piercing carry. What percentage would that be? 99% of the time, it works 99% of the time? How, I, don't, would, I don't know. What is that? I think she was supposed to be like, 60% of the time, it works every time. The spirit has floated off. Yeah. She's like, I'm <laughs> with you people. I think you actually do like 0.99 times 0.99, which is 98. So it's 98% of the time. It works oh. 99% of 99%. <laughs> anyway... Kermit loses intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, after you guys lay down your weapons, you see um, almost as if it appears out of the water. Yeah, out of, like, the rain that's falling. You see this guy. What's oh, a guy. Where is it? Um, Probably a dryad, right? I think I always think a dryad. Could be an undying, like an elemental, if possible. Nymph is also a good choice. All possible. Way off. Nope, none of those things. Uh, hey, you know, I'm the closest looking to that thing. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> is there a knowledge check to know what that is? Uh, yeah, it would be knowledge planes. I have I that. almost Whoa, did you it. Did it. it almost did it, though. <laughs> I, okay, I almost gonna... didn't, and that's where we were like, wait, you're from a different plane. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't have to, man. Doesn't Fair have enough. To. I was born Fair in enough. Shadow Absalom, but I have no idea where that is. That's an amazing backstory that I'm just lost and don't know how to get back to the Shadow. Oh, plane. that's so sad, actually. It's <laughs> really sad. Um, so with a 24 knowledge planes, you are easily able to determine that this is a Mamiwa. Mamiwa? Um, a Mamiwa is a tiny outsider, um, air elemental native in water. Um, it looks like a salamander-like creature. And you can see that its tail is very shimmery and al composed almost entirely of water. And it is flying right there in the rain. So is it a type of spirit? Do I know if it's a spirit or not? Actually, yes. So when powerful storms roll across the material plane, the elemental morass of water and air sometimes births mamiwas, curious and frantic little spirits of temperamental weather. Um, they yes. are. Hey, I am sorry. This is indeed a type of spirit. Yeah, what is Mamiwa doing right now? He must be like. He's speechless. He's not. He he doesn't know what to do. I like. Have you ever I, seen a spirit? No. He's oh, never heard sense. him before, even. So this is exciting for him. This is like, an entirely I can just new see experience. I'm standing next to Miyabe, like not looking at him, staring at, him, like hitting his leg. Go, Miyabe. It's a salamander spirit. 
Yeah, I think he's just speechless. Like, he's grown up, like, learning. Like, the shamans would always talk about, like, the spirits and whatnot, but he'd never heard him. He never saw him. He just kind of trusted their word, and now he's... Like, this is verification of his worldview, in a way. So he's just dumbstruck. And how do you pronounce what they're called? I just said Mamiwa. Mamiwa? Mamiwa? Abner looked to Miyabi and go, this is a... uh, This looks to be a Mamiwa. Is that correct, kind spirit? Yes, that is that is my that is what I am. Um, my name is Argil. Um, Argil. Have you come looking for my friend? Uh, who's, who's your, your friend? friend? His name is Magdi. He was with. We were with the people here, but we were attacked, and they took him away. And I almost didn't get away, but I've been here waiting. To see if they would come back. Like almost broken from his trance there, he would say, Yes, we are here to find him. At least, Miyabe is. Why, why do you know him? I do not know him, but there is an apprentice of his back near the settlement. And his apprentice is a friend of mine. He asked me to find his master. The people there think that he is dead, but the apprentice said that he thinks he is still alive. Oh, you must be talking about Kanjo. Yes. He's good for nothing. He's a little twerp, if you ask me. You know, I really got that feeling, and I could even hear him. I did not get that impression, but if you say it is so spirit, then it must be. <laughs> I can't wait for me to again. You are a twerp. Go away. The spirit is away. Give me my money back. <laughs> I think I think if he did go back and, and talk to him, he would just kind of cryptically say, the spirits do not think highly of you. And that's all he would say. <laughs> do you know where they took your friend I might but how do I know that you're not lying to me um good point uh how do we prove we're not lying I mean I know I'm not lying but how do I prove I'm not lying uh literally the only thing that Miyabe could think to do is pull out the holy water that Kanjo gave him and just be like I do not know if this is proof, but this was given to me by Kanjo. I don't know if you can sense that it was given by him or not. And I know it probably has... How do we not know that you didn't take it from him? <laughs> what? Yeah, now Kremitz? Suspicious of my spirit. Like, you, you were literally you were standing next to me when he gave it to us. You also were bear hug trying to crush me just yesterday. I do not recall that. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. Good, sir. I d- um, Aluna will explain that she's a shaman of the Basso, and that that's what we are, right, Basso? Yes. <laughs> yes, Aluna, we are the Basso. One doesn't know the tribe he's from, the other one doesn't know the plane of existence. Uh... It, it has um, been some time Asia. since we left, but that is what our tribe is, yes. And that... Uh, 
She is a longtime friend of the spirits, is how she'll word it. You may be friends with the spirits, but how do I know that you're friends of Magdi? We could be Man. your friend. And friends of friends of friends. Um, I want everyone to roll kind of a group diplomacy check oh. as you oh, yeah. talk with Argyll and... Kiyabe uh, and... Uh, wait for it. Krimich is not. <laughs> Abner uses bluff, not diplomacy. Wait for this um, killer diplomacy check, right? Yeah, you can see yeah. if you can bluff him. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my god. I mean, well, we all know who's got what for dump stats. Well, for context, uh, for context, I was I was even working up a little bit on Aluna's behalf. She has got to be overwhelmed because um, this is the first time she has seen a spirit since she lost the ability to. So this is probably very emotional for her. Does she cry for eighteen straight minutes? For eighteen straight minutes, <laughs> weeping. I knew it was coming up. In, in it is raining. It is raining. Only, only thirteen <laughs> minutes. Only thirteen. Yeah. No, Jason. It was, it was one d thirty. Yeah. Plus 10. I didn't roll that absurdly high number. Thirty two. <laughs> thirty two straight minutes. <laughs> uh, the spirits. Uh, Abner will look at him and he'll go. Uh, you can trust me. Uh, I'm. Uh, an outsider similar to yourself I come from a different plane of existence much like you <laughs> wow freaking one I have an 11 I have an 11 <laughs> and I got a 12 yeah. I just want to point right, out that right. if we switched our roles to like if uh, Aluna rolled on the die what Miyabe rolled, it would have been a 16. And if uh, <laughs> Abner had rolled what Krimit rolled, it would have been a 19. But uh, the two people with actual bonuses to their skills rolled natural ones. You know, Miyabe, we didn't do that bad. No, we did We did pretty good we for did, did, minus did, ones. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say, with your rolls, um, it, it takes you a long time. Like, this flying little water creature like flies around you like one at a time will like fly around you like looking you up and down and then go to the next person fly up and down and um, when he gets to you Miyabe he sees the bag that you have in your hand from the campfire and he like with his little hands he like pulls it open he looks his little head inside and he just starts, like, picking silver pieces out. He, like, takes some of the silver pieces. He goes and he looks and he spends a lot of time on your two guns. And you see him actually, like, infuse into your gun and he disappears. And then a few minutes later, he, like, comes out of the gun. And he'll float back up. And he looks at you and he says well I don't find anything on you that seems harmful to me um, I don't know if I trust you but I don't really have any other option for finding my master so I I can lead you to where they took him um, if you promise that you will help him escape 
I was just going to say that when he was going through the bag of coins and Miyabe saw him pulling out coins, he'd be like, I have others here too. And he pulls his own bag of coins and lets him know those. The, These ones are yellow and there's some that are kind of brownish. So he takes the gold and bronze and he just like tosses them over his shoulder, but he takes the silver and he kind of like pets it. I, I have he, like, two here that are kind it. of silver. They're, they're not quite silver, but they have similar color. Yeah, it's interesting because in the uh, in the description for Mamiwa, it says they love silver because it reminds them of rainfall. Um, so he doesn't seem to care too much about the other coins, but he lingers on the silver pieces and his little eyes shine. Um, and after a while, he'll say, Magdi and I came here together with the expedition and we found the nearby temple which I think they called the Sky Tempest Temple. My friend Magdi is a follower of Gozra. He is one of the storm kindlers. Um, he came down here trying to find a breakaway sect of the storm kindlers that had supposedly settled in this area a century ago. But I don't know many of this cult's secrets. I do know... Magdi is kind. He is friendly. He would never do anything to hurt anyone. He only came because he wanted to find this temple and learn more about his faith and his cult. If you promise to save him, I will show you the way. And if I can, I will try to help you if you have to battle. I will do everything that I can to make sure that he survives and is freed from the people who took him. Okay, so with that, um, when you guys are ready, Argil will lead you to where this temple is. Rabbi's got to be on cloud nine because now he has two spirits. He's got his light spirit that floats with him and now a little lizard spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought we would have actually met a spirit on this journey. Right? Um, I'm telling you, sometimes you write a backstory for your character and it just perfectly fits. And other times, you choose the wrong class. Yeah, that also happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And for coming here and finding Argil... 17,000 experience? Uh, 3,200 XP. It's more than I thought. I thought we were going to lose some of those rolls, to be perfectly honest with you. That's too much, Sarah. Oh, I'm sorry. 200 XP. That's Thank more like you. it. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate you. Um, As medium leveling, we still wouldn't have leveled up. <laughs> so, you know, it took you seven hours to get here. So it is probably mid-afternoon at this point. Yes. Um, what does that put that total XP, Jace? I only added up at the end of the session, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, so you guys would imagine that you probably won't get to this destination. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, no, it doesn't oh, focus boy. on it. Doesn't work. Okay. Uh, you probably won't get to this destination today. So it's up to you if you want to get as far as you can today, or um, I mean, you can go there at nighttime if you want to. But Argil would wait to hear what you want to do if you want to camp out here, if you want to camp out in the jungle. 
I think it is, I'm following the spirits. It is uh, a little northeast from where you're at. I think Miyabe would want to go as long as there's time to. Like, getting there earlier is better than later. So even if we go part way and then wait till the next morning, we'd get there earlier in the morning than we would have if we didn't. So that's okay. Miyabe's thinking. And, like, as far as he knows, like, the spirit needs our help to save this guy. And me, so as far as Miyabe knows, it's like a double win. It's like help the spirits, but also save the guy. So like, yeah. Yep. So that dot is where you are going to end up going. Yeah. So we can go like camp for the night, halfway or something like that. Okay. So you guys are gonna head into the jungle. Um, <clears throat> Welcome to the jungle. We make it about to the base of this river. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's doable. Um, so as you're walking through again, like you thought that the jungle before to get to this campsite was dense. This is oppressively dense. Um, it is so dense and it's so humid. You guys are having trouble breathing. Um, it's still raining, but the forest it, or the jungle is so dense that really rain doesn't come down. It's kind of almost like the air itself is just so thick with water. Um, that it's hard to breathe. Um, you're looking around as you walk through the jungle, and you think to yourselves, you know, there could be an entire city in here, ten feet away, and I wouldn't know it, because I can't see anything except, like, the five-foot square that I'm currently in. Um, you guys find a place to rest uncomfortably, um, but you do rest wake up the next morning and Argyle is waiting for you to continue on to your journey. Um, and with that, we will nice. enter chapter three. I don't know what your craft don't weapons roll was for. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were going to say I thought you were going to say I don't know what you were crafting and I was about to say she ain't crafting nothing with that. She, well, <laughs> you picked up a stick and was it's like... A this is a good retroactively. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I have to roll each day. I'm trying to make that uh, that sting chuck again. Oh, uh, at this rate, it's... you ain't gonna make it for like a year. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Can uh, I? I don't make progress. Mirror Sit image in my spellbook. How does that work? Uh, you have yep, to spend so... one hour, I think, to scribe it, and then forty gold in like scribing costs, like the fancy ink or whatever is used okay yep yeah. you could feasibly do that um okay and then the scroll is destroyed yep but it is succeed now. yeah I don't have to do a spellcraft check or something I think you do that that's if you want to decipher the writing which you don't have to worry about oh right about. you'd either need to have read magic or uh, and okay. you're not copying it from somebody else's spell book so you don't have to decipher that. that for a spellcraft uh, for a scroll because I thought there was something where if you don't do it successfully the scroll's not destroyed it's only destroyed once you learn it but if you fail you have to wait another day um I think that's to I'm looking at uh... okay you must Spend okay. First, you must decipher the magical writing. Next, know. you must spend one hour studying the spell. At the end of the hour, he must make a spellcraft check. Fifteen plus the spell's level. Okay. 
a wizard who has a special who has specialized in a school of spells gains a plus two bonus on the spellcraft check. If the new spell is from his specialty school, the check succeeds. He can understand the spell and can copy it into his spell book. The process leaves a spell book that was copied from unharmed, but a spell successfully copied from a magic scroll disappears from the parchment. Yeah. If so, the check fails, he cannot understand or copy the spell. He cannot attempt to learn or copy that spell again until one week has passed. If the spell was from a scroll, a, spell, a failed spellcraft does not cause the spell to vanish. So I do have to roll one. Yeah, you don't have to Correct. roll to decipher it because we already know what it is. You just have to right. study it for an hour and then roll a DC 17 spellcraft check. Here goes nothing. Oh, oh no problem. Natural it. 19 for 28. So you got that in your spell book. And then it is 40 gold for a second level spell. Yes. Yeah, just in materials. Took that out. So yeah, you'll live forever. That'll come Yay. in handy. Just let that tomorrow. Uh, yep. So you guys will awaken the next morning we after do. a. Huh? I mean, I didn't know we weren't going to do lookouts or anything, or it didn't matter. I'm kind of hand waving. We it. all. Um, you could. I would assume you probably did, being out here in the wild. Do spirits sleep? Because it could just stay watch all night. I don't know. I don't think outsiders it's... sleep. So well, wait, Abner sleeps. Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> it's because he I has he's, he's an, outsider. an outsider with the native subtype, which is different. He's not like a true. Well, this outsider. one also has a native subtype. Oh, well, then yeah. Air elemental native sleep. water. Okay, then it would probably need to sleep. Interesting. This is actually specific to this module. Oh, I did not know that. So it's not in any other modules? Well, no, it could be. It's just this was where it was introduced. I think it's adorable looking. Um, you thought Zuif was adorable looking? I did, and then there were certainly some skeletons in that closet. Shut that closet door, walked away. <laughs> a neutral aligned 7th level spellcaster with the improved familiar feat can gain a Mamiwa as their familiar. Yep. That's fun. Aluna, yeah. get on it. Yeah, maybe I will. She can't even make skeleton face heads things. <laughs> Filled with bees. Bees. Alright, so you guys can wake the next morning, and those of you who need to prepare spells, you can do so. Um, and then you can set off. Probably it'll take you an additional two to three hours to get there. But you would get there before noon. And it's strange, because you're walking along in the jungle, and all of a sudden Argil stops... And he says, It's just ahead. But you don't see anything but just dense jungle until you walk a little bit further and you kind of peer through the dense brush and you see a clearing with a giant structure. Is it a pyramid? Uh, no, it actually um, doesn't have any roof. It's just a one-story building that's basically just walls. Well, that's going to suck with all the rain. Yeah. Um, it's stone walls, um, but it still admits wind and rain from above. Um, you can see that part of the stone is eroded. Some of the walls on the outside have collapsed. Um, there's aggressive plant growth that has kind of crawled up the outside of the stone. 
Um, but one thing that you can see peering through the brush is um, you can see stairs as <laughs> we've <laughs> you can see stairs that go up to like a platform that goes on the outside of these walls um, and from where you're standing you can see two lizard folk standing guard and I can Miyabe. move us over to Miyabe would turn to the others while you're doing that and he would say how do we want to proceed? It looks like they are guarding the place. We could rush in and take them by surprise. I like surprises. Peering at what we see, um, are there any other, any more finer details um, or modes of approaching that Aluna can spot? Um, so it looks like on three sides is dense jungle and then on the fourth side is the river so um if you spend some time uh scouting around this is kind of what you would see and again like you can't really see too much until you get right up and peer through just because the jungle is so dense i don't see anything i'm working on it it's very dense Oh, you're not on the map? I can see the whole you, right side. You, you have to scroll. It's all going to be black uh, to you. New mountains. Yeah, it's yeah, that sorry. Side. It's on the right I side. did not see that. I yep. just saw a black screen. Um, so, shoot. I got to move everybody's Big picture. area. Hold on. Yeah, it looks like it is... Looking, yeah, looking down, like... If, would you spend time like trying to look at all sides of it, or are you just looking at this one approach? There's probably no reason not to. Okay. So if you spend some time looking around, um, on the top portion, you see that uh, there's the river. There is an area where the wall has broken down. Oh, there it is two areas where the wall is broken down. Um, from this area, you can see on the beach there are huts. Um, and if you watch, you can see uh, lizard folk moving around. You can see young lizard folk. You can see older lizard folk. Most of them are unarmed. Just seem to be going about their daily business. Um... You can also see uh, other lizard creatures. Um, everybody who can, roll me a knowledge of nature. Hey, guess who has knowledge of nature now? Ooh, I rolled really well. I rolled really poorly. Hey, I beat all of you high bonus people. <laughs> okay, so... 18, 17, 16. Um, you guys are able to determine that in addition to the lizard folk, there are monitor lizards yep. that Figures. seem to be they're not like intelligent creatures. Yep. Um, and then you can see looking in here a little bit actually wait. Uh, shoot. Are they like doing anything or are they just living life? Here. It looks like there's just like a tribe. They have the the young and the old. 
Yeah. It's like Miyabe we once we them all like the caves. <laughs> the women. Okay. And the children. <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> the I was thinking the exact same thing. I killed them all, not just the men, <laughs> but the women and the children. Uh, like this looks to be. <clears throat> this looks like to be like what was once the main door going into this temple. Um, this area has been completely collapsed. You can see some additional huts inside, but you can't see any further than that. You see um, in the beach, you see the monitor lizards that are just patrolling. Um, regular uh, lizard folk are out there just doing stuff. Um, and then you do see the four lizard folk that stand guard at the uh, the two kind of like outside points of the temple. If we approach this at a slower pace and take some time to observe the camp for a duration of hours, perhaps, and take 20 on our perception. Could we learn things like how many there are, their companies and goings, or if there's somebody in danger or something like that? Question mark. The party. Do we want to take that time? Uh, I don't know if Miyabe is quite that patient. Because we're coming here on a rescue mission, question mark? Well, yeah, the goal is to rescue that guy, but I mean, the sheriff, I think, was she implying that, like, like we need to find the lizard folk to stop whatever they're doing. I don't know what they're doing, but whatever they're doing. Um, I don't know if there's more of those shaman lizard folk here that we have to take out, like if they're doing some ritual in this place. But I think Miyabe's main goal is just getting that guy back. I just worry about rushing in there with as many as there are. From a rough, esti rough estimate, how many lizard folk does it look like there are? Um, <clears throat> so the guards that stand here, there's always ever two that stand here and two that stand here. And they will switch shifts with other guards. Um... Most of, the, well, probably the total number of lizard folk back here is 50. But again, the majority of them are unarmed, seemingly civilian. Um, there's probably, you can see there are at least two monitor lizards and four to five armed, like, guards back there that switch off with the ones out here. So... Once we've, like, scouted out a little bit and regrouped somewhere in the forest, Miyabe would say, It seems that we have a few options. We could try to rush in from one of the main entrances and catch the guards off guard. Or we could try to go in through one of the holes in the walls. I suspect that they would have set up some sort of trap. I did not see guards there, and I doubt that they would leave it wholly undefended. Uh, the final option perhaps would be to go around the back where the tribe is and try to speak with them. They seem to have uh, non-combatants there. Perhaps they will be open to negotiation. I do not think that will be the case, but at the same time I am hesitant to attack those who are innocent. In this. We don't even know if he's there. in there. I have to agree with Miyabe. We set out to 
approach the lizard folk peacefully, and I believe we should try diplomacy. Yeah, we, we could try that. Do we want to approach them from the back where all of them are, or do we want to approach one of the guards? Probably from the front and let them see us coming from a little ways off as not to appear too threatening. Do we all want to be in the same place or do we want one or two people to expose themselves and then the rest of us coming from a different angle in case things go badly? I believe I'm the only one that speaks their language, correct? Um, that so might speak Commodore Gripley. Yep, common or polyglot, so. Common or polyglot. Do they. You speak. Uh, Dragoon, lizard folk, or draconic, something like that? I don't know. Yeah, draconic. Fletchlings get it natural. See, so, yeah, I don't know if we want. Like, do we all want to go up there and, like, all four of us present ourselves? Or just him present himself? I mean, because. If he goes alone... <laughs> that's how Abner dies. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. If he goes alone and they attack, Miyabe can get there fast enough to protect him, but they might be suspicious if he goes out alone and then we come up after him. They'll be like, how many more of you are hiding? I think well, we should just go all together and just be as upfront and honest as we can. Well, also, can. I'm the only one that's like not human other than... So, right, so that's what I'm saying. So, like, shouldn't like maybe Abner and Krimit go? Because like they hate humans. We're not human. So yeah, I mean the two humans could hang back because, like I said, Miabe can get into there as quickly as he needs to. Pretty He's quick, fast. Yeah. Okay, I will protect the squishy wizard. <laughs> <laughs> you are my friend. You got a friend. <laughs> Wait, wait! I hear my longtime friend Nayari. She's here. She just busts out. She's like, "This is what a blood ranger's supposed to be." All right. What? What's Throws that? Show you a real blood ranger. Let me. Yeah, I cast enlarge and I run into entangle and I don't do anything. Let me just check the timeline real quick. <laughs> it checks out. It checks out. It checks out. Alright, so the plan is for Kermit and Abner to go in first, with the other two hanging back. Yes. Uh, which direction are you coming from? Um, you said... Front, right, like here? Well, yeah, you said the south used to be the front. Does that look like what they're... Like, which direction would we consider to be, like, the front one? Like, the one that we would go to if we were dropping off a package. Where? So I understand the trade address... <laughs> But what's their front door? You know, like where where would we feel welcome like, coming in? I think the, these are the ones with doors. Is, yeah, yeah. So these these are the only doors. The only other places to get in have broken down, like gotcha. walls that have tumbled. So these are the doors. So we'll move down there. And you guys just, are gonna hang back in the woods. Yeah. I'll be partly in the fog of war. Just assume like I'm fifty feet back or whatever the distance to the woods is. And yeah, just. Aluna will say, like, it's no secret that we're here if it becomes necessary to reveal that we are, you know, as you're talking. Oh, okay. we healed up, Zoom. Oh, yeah, I'm fully healed. We rested enough. I don't know 
I need to expend wands or not. Probably two wands. No, no, no. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I get at this point. I get like seven hit points every time we rest. So I'm good. Okay. So Kermit and Abner step out from the jungle. Um, and you're not trying to be stealthy or anything about this. Nope. Okay. So you step out, and the guards are kind of like lazily looking into the jungle but as soon as you step out it doesn't take them long before they like snap to attention and immediately like put down their um turbuchis and say to you and polyglot what is it that you're here for outsiders ah uh, we could have spoken to them if it was in polyglot <clears throat> do you not speak polyglot no neither do i so that's awesome. Abner, Abner's <laughs> gonna look up at him in in uh, draconian. He'll go. Uh, I, I don't quite understand that language. Do Do you understand what I'm saying here? Um, you hear them say things to them to each other. Actually, Aluna and Miaba, are you within hearing distance? They're, however, far away the forest line is. Right, so we're at the edge of the forest. Is that okay. within, within hearing shot? range? Um, I would say that you probably can pick up a little bit, and um, that's a twenty-four one... perception if you want to roll it. <laughs> yeah, the one basically says to the other one, "I have no idea what these guys are saying." Yeah, Miave would whisper to Aluna and be like, "Each would appear that nobody knows what each other are saying." I try to talk in uh, Gripply, I guess, to see if that'll help. Because I don't know. I don't understand what gibberish they're saying or what gibberish Abner's saying. So I just try to make up my own gibberish that nobody knows what I'm saying, I'm sure. <laughs> but we are friends, not foes. We are here to look for someone. They make no motion like they know what you're saying. I kind of like whisper to Abner, I don't think they know what they're saying. Aluna will put the ward on Miyabe and then gesture, gesture to move up. I do believe we've made a miscalculation. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous um, chuckle. <laughs> so as you guys approach closer to the actual structure, um, you can see that the foundation of Greystone that they're on is five feet above the ground, so they're currently five feet higher than you are on this foundation. Um... And you can see on the walls outside of the structure, on the stone walls, you can see weathered carvings of a man and a woman cavorting in storms and ocean waves. Um, and did you say something to them when you approached, or you didn't? Aluna Miyabe. Uh, yeah, she'll just say, like, um, we're with this group. We can speak polyglot and see what they say to that as we come up. Oh, so you can speak our language. What are you doing here? Outsiders. Your kind oh. is not welcome. What was the name of the person that we're looking for? Magdi. Magdi Kugoyi. Uh, and she'll say that we've come looking for the one called Magdi. And we heard that he might be here. You refer to the shaman? The human shaman? He nods. 
We cannot divulge any information. If you would like to speak with someone, you must speak to the chief. When can we speak to the chief, then? Wait here. And the one on the... I'm sorry, you can't actually see them. Yep. They've been here this whole time. I doubt it. Just on the GM layer. Oops, that guy Why went on the map Why are those two at the bottom of the stairs, but these two are at the top of the stairs? Oh man, I lost one of them. He got lost in the map. Shoot. You lost so one? I see four. Nope, I'm talking about over here. So I'll just... Just copy him over and... Make him a thing. I was gonna... I thought... See, they all look grayed out to me like they're on the token layer. We've already defeated them, guys. <laughs> um, so this one on the left will leave and go in here. And you wait. And it's awkward. Um, the other one will call out to the other side. And before long, these other guys show up. Haha, <laughs> they fell for it. <laughs> we had the other party of adventurers waiting on that side. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the problem with the parties of eight. Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, uh, after about ten minutes, this other one comes back and he says, Follow me. I'll take you to Chief Shatha. Luna explains what is to happen. Okay. So he will lead you uh, th through this direction. So this direction and up. And okay. he will lead you into this room. I was trying to find the spirits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do Not you know of any nearby spirits? I am on a roll. <laughs> making me nervous. Um. Get my right. Okay. There's so much. So, this leads you into a room that has three conjoined huts together that faces the ruined walls that you came in. Um. He leads you into the hut, and you can see there's warm furs and stained scraps of fabric line the floor inside this hut, and there's a burning brazier in the center that provides light. Um, Aluna just went on in, didn't she? Well, well you, you said you that said, he leads wait, us you, into the hut. You, you, <laughs> what? You let him in! I'm doing? getting there! I can't read and... You mean she walked right in? You said they take you here, so that's where I go. Um, he leads you. He leads you into the hut. Oh, you just go right okay. into the hut, do you? Oh no, <laughs> that's right. I know. I know my way around. <laughs> okay. How dare you? Um, in my reality, I had to run a hut just like this. <laughs> so, three are actually yeah. Um, there will be three of these guys, and then. They lead you inside, and there are two well-muscled, big, burly male lizard folk that are flanking a female lizard folk. Um, and the one who came back to lead you in will say, This is Chief Shatha. 
Show her some respect. And he kneels before her. Where is she exactly? In the hut right here. Can you not see them? I can see everybody except her. Uh I see see those big muscle guys. Okay. So this is her. Oh. Oh. Um, And I can show you the uh, the bigger one. You knew he was going to say it. He says it about everything, right? Oh, that's pretty hot first. You you knew he was going to say it. (laughs) You know, disguise self has many uses. (laughs) (laughs) And suggestion. So they kind of flank her and she stands there and she says well what do we have here outsiders from the human village what is it that you want Aluna will translate to the party she's speaking polyglot uh yes so she'll take a a bit of a back seat and act as a translator uh, for Abner and Krimit uh Aluna, would you uh, tell her that we're here to discuss a recent lizard folk attack on the city? Uh, mention Rizavis and uh, her actions in the town? Aluna is honest to her translation, but is careful with her speech to be as um, honorable as possible and not blaming them for Not anything. accusatory. Right. Before we have a conversation, I'm just curious, where is everybody standing? So two, we got two over here and two over here? Uh, <laughs> next to the big one? They're all in, in the hut, I presume. Uh, right here, constantly behind me, Abe. Abe just poked his head out every well, I'm just curious, because oh, Cramp hits the fan, you two are like near the exit, and us, Luna and I, are just well, like... Well, yeah, if, if the entrance is over there, then Miabe would be like, I guess, there. The entrance is with a side that a Luna and Krim are on. Okay, okay. so I guess we'd be oh, on the okay. other side then. Yeah. Abner's from the back of the hut. <laughs> Tell him this! Bless <laughs> the more people into the room now. I don't want to get any closer in case violence erupts. Don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as soon as you mention the lizard folk attack with Resavas, And like say, I said, like she says that those who were lizard folk, like she's not saying lizard folk attack specifically, it's just... <laughs> That was what happened, you know what I mean? Like, as non-accusatory as possible. Because we don't know if they're responsible. There's right. multiple tribes. Right. Rezavas was not sent by me. Rezavas was sent by Darthek. He no longer tells me his plans. So I had no knowledge of this attack. Relates that. Saying she had no knowledge, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> She starts up her motorcycle. No, that's the... That's, <laughs> what it sounds like outside her. It's just the lizards. <laughs> the lizards in that pen are all just growling. Yeah. That's good. So I'm sorry, what did you say, Josh? She's just translating back and forth. Okay. So, <clears throat> Abner will say, well, we were hoping to speak to the person who ordered the attack to see if we could come to a diplomatic solution uh, would you be able to point us in that direction and also we're looking for our friend uh, uh Magdi. 
I can't um, remember her name. <laughs> Aluna you remember Ham Sliced Gold, though. <laughs> you just need nicknames for everything for him, and then he'll remember their names. <laughs> but uh, forgets how he worded it exactly the rest of the way, so then says, finishing with her own, uh, asks about the man. Where's Hibbity Bibbity? We need to know. We know you're hiding the hibbity-bibbity. <laughs> Tell us where it is. The the man is with us. You have not yet earned the right to see him. As far as speaking with Dorothek, that's not going to be possible. He's locked himself in the underground, working on something. He promises that it will save us from this human invasion. He says it is the only way to keep our tribe safe from them coming and wiping us out. And I have no reason to disbelieve him. We have been acquaintances since childhood, and he has never steered us wrong. <clears throat> does Aluna tell me all that? Uh, yes, but before she does, she asks about the human invasion and in uh, polyglot in, in what ways have the humans hurt the lizard folk I know of Prydon's heart but this one here and I we are new it is only a matter of time they have conquest in their hearts and while they may have only settled on the beach they will drive further inland, and it's only a matter of time before they come after us, and they take our homes. Aluna only translates part of it, leaving out the bit that they exchanged her and the chief. I think Miyabe might jump in just briefly, and he would say, Is Magdi still alive? Just to confirm that he's not, like, dead. Mm -hmm. He is not dead. We are not so cruel as to kill our captives. Not mm. unless they provoke us to do so. And then he would just sense motive to see if she's lying, that's it. Okay. Everybody roll uh so Jason, roll that for this and then roll everybody else roll another sense motive. I also would like to sense motive twice, if that's <clears> possible, <throat> first for the lie or not, if if he's alive and then I'll roll for what you asked for. Okay. Okay. Then... So your first one will be for the if he's alive. Okay. So for Miyabe's, he rolled a 16 to see if she's lying. Aluna rolled a 15 to see if she's lying. Um, with that, you don't get the sense that she's withholding any truth okay. from that. Um, and then Abner and Kermit, if you want to roll a sense motive generally for something. Nah. I mean, no? Okay. Do you want me to, even though I don't know what she's saying? Oh, that's because, true. You guys don't speak polyglot, yeah. do you? I, mean, okay. no, I, I, I try to infer based on her lizard facial expression. Nope. <laughs> nope. The dice have spoken with a I, natural one. <laughs> you can roll uh, sense motive to me. I can't hear what she's saying. <laughs> so, Aluna, when you were speaking with her before... Oh, wait, Jace wanted to say something. I'm not going to let him go. I, I was going to say that they could roll sense motive to make sure Aluna's doing a good job as a translator. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. So she's not just making stuff up. <laughs> She's saying hibbity dibbity 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 These two over here are evil. You should kill them. Yeah. Oh, thanks. 
Yeah, looks like the uh, clan leader and her massive biceps. Yeah, while <laughs> she was translating, she also then said something and gestured to Miyabe. For all the criminal Abner knows, this is the turn. This is where it's they like, die. He and I have come <laughs> to aid you. I just see Krimis doing the whole, like, smiling with no teeth, like, eh. We have brought two <laughs> sacrifices with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the sense motive for? Um, okay, so Aluna, your sense motive, when she mentioned that Darithek has never, um, like, led them astray, you noticed something flash ac- across her face, almost like a sense of doubt with that. Almost like when she said it, she was trying to reassure herself. She'll translate the the gist of the message. The other two are caught up to speed. And then we'll press her further. Um, What was the the guy's name? Darthak. Darthak. Do you truly trust the Mon Darthak? Like I mentioned, he has been my friend since childhood. It was only until recently that he began to act more fanatical. And I do believe that he has our best interests at heart, but his methods as of late have been concerning. Namely, most recently, his requirement of a sacrifice. But I, I have to trust, I have to trust that he knows what he's doing. Um, she asks him if he sacri- is he sacrificing lizard folk? She kind of like purses her lips together and does not answer. Miyabe, I think, might actually take a step forward hearing the sacrifice bit. And he would say, I do not know much about your culture, but I do know that sacrificing is not the answer, and it is never the answer. I was born to a tribe who would often sacrifice their own, and it only brought pain. And then he would, um... Also say, he would say, his plan of provoking the humans. I am not from there, as Aluna has said, we are new. But as a hunter, I know that you do not provoke a herd of animals that outnumber you greatly. It is unwise to pick a fight with the humans that you are not ready for. So what do you expect us to do? Just sit back and wait for them to come and to kill us? They may outnumber us, but that is no fault of ours. We were living here peacefully long before any of them showed up. So Krimit doesn't really know what's going on. He's just assuming stuff's going well because he's not dead yet. So I can just see him sitting there still smiling and nodding during all the serious (laughs) conversations. Like, he thinks it's going really well. Well, I mean, Aluna, Aluna is still translating yeah. things that are being said. So, oh, like, when Miyabe yeah, speaks, right. she translates, yeah. and the she's translating for the chief, too. And she Miyabe would respond. Oh, I take that back, because now I just look like an a-hole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, talking about sacrifices, and Kermit's like, uh-huh. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only survival of the translation. fittest. Headfuls, yeah. <laughs> 
The only part of her translation that is not perfect is when the chief or her say something that implicates that perhaps Aluna is not on Pride and Hearth's side. Hmm. Uh, anything I would call that into question. Because I think, I think from Aluna's perspective, like she was sent here, and I think that she is coming to understand her role as some sort of mediator or to speak for the lands, because really, the way she's seeing it, although the lizard folk may have overstepped, and although things may have gone bad, there's division among them, and Pride and Earth is a colony. You know what I mean? These aren't their lands. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that that is what her perspective is in all of this, and she doesn't know where Clement or Abner stand in that. So that's the parts that yeah. she's not translating. I, think... I guess Clement kind of says to Abner, like, uh, in common, Mad, I'm glad I'm not tall folk right now. <laughs> I think... Miyabe would respond to her last comment and he would say I admit that I am no strategist, I am not very wise but it seemed as though they had not yet made a move against you it was simply uh, suspected that they would eventually expand and attack you but they had not yet and I wonder if perhaps Provoking them so early is not, perhaps, uh, inviting the very thing that you fear. But, again, even if I am wrong, and attacking them is the correct choice, I must say once more, sacrifice is not the answer. I, I, I am not comfortable with the direction that Dorothic is going, but I don't see any other option for us. We have nowhere else to go if the expansion continues, but if you can assure us that the humans will not continue expanding deep into this jungle then we might be able to have a conversation I think Miyabe would look to Aluna and then he might switch over to Common perhaps to talk to her well then again they I don't know basically he's he's of a mind like this terrain is not habitable for humans. Like, this thick, thick, marshy forest, like, it's not a good place for humans to live. Uh, so he's not sure that they would come in here anyways. Um, but even so, he would be... He would probably be prone to giving his word of doing his best to dissuade them from expanding anymore. Or at least setting certain areas off. Luna will say to him that uh, they may not want to live here, Abe. But man is cool. And uh, we don't know what resources are in the jungle, but she'll say, you know, she's heard the stories of them, you know overtaking lands, even if not to live on, but to get resources from coal mining and the 
maybe the trees, just like the sap, there could be a valuable resource, and so she's not so trusting of them. But Abe, in hushed tones, hopefully only the two yeah. of them. And then, and then Miyabe would think he's like, well, if it ever came to a situation where the humans were provoking and the humans were in the wrong, he would be willing to fight on the side of the lizard folk to defend them. Like, he'd almost want to say that to the, to the chief there. Yeah. I too can make that promise. I know the sheriff of Pride and South, Adela. I do not think she is a bad person, but I will promise you this. We here will do our best to do right by you. I know that these are your lands. Okay, so what I want you guys to do now is, um, because you are translating, and I'm assuming that you guys are kind of talking to each other before you communicate back and forth, um, I'm going to have you roll some skill checks just to see how well mechanically this conversation goes. Um, the module gives a bunch, which some of them may not make sense in this specific situation, but I'm just going to put them out there anyway. Um, and uh, you'll need to have a certain amount of successes versus failures. Oh. So you'll be able to roll, <laughs> you'll be able to roll five of these and... Uh, depending on things that you said in this conversation, um, you will get uh, circumstance bonuses or potentially some penalties. But these are the skills. So bluff, diplomacy, intimidate, knowledge local, knowledge planes, knowledge religion, perform oratory or sense motive. So, so multiple people can roll the same check, but you can't roll more than five. So, just going through those, I would like to advocate that I can roll the climb skill. <laughs> yeah, because that worked out for you last time. He uses so, his prowess at climbing to impress them into submission. Yeah, Kaka face is not the way, but look at how I skew. These oh, actually, it says a single character can attempt a check in a certain skill only once, but multiple characters can succeed on the same check. So, I guess, like, you can roll as many of these as you want but you can't roll the same check twice if that makes sense. So like Aluna could roll every single one of these if she had it. Right. But you have to get five successes. So I can I was going to say I do have each of these except for perform oratory I have perform percussion can she play her drum? <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to say no. I'm going to say no. <laughs> So, um, yeah. how would I, I mean, I really have no part of this conversation. How what would you want me to roll? Well, I, that's what I'm sense saying. Motive. It's like, you're translating, you're hearing what Aluna's saying, you're watching facial expressions, and you could like, sense motive, you can pick up some stuff. Um, you may be able to contribute knowledge local to Aluna to respond back to her with what she's saying. You may be able to give her some advice diplomacy-wise. Like, you can you can work it out. You don't have to speak directly to the people. You can speak through Aluna, and Aluna can take that information and use it to speak to the so, chief. So, I second Miyabe, and can I roll climb? <laughs> so, is it one of those situations where we can just choose one person to make all the checks, or do we each have to make... Because my best bonus is a three. 
Mechanically, I can do all of them except for planes, and I almost put a rank in planes, so I'm kind of kicking myself. I... Well, the way I see it is there's not necessarily a downside to you guys rolling. It's just that you have to hit five successes. So it's like the more people that are rolling these, the more chance you have for success. Whether you like... have a good... Yeah, it's not like if you fail five times, you're done. But you right, said so that like... only one person can roll each check. No, 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 no. One person can only roll each check once. Okay. So gotcha. Aluna can only roll one knowledge local and only one sense motive. But like well, you could all. Be, roll I mean, statistically, right. I mean, I don't know what the DC is, but I don't know how we can not. Well, there. Pass. I'll tell you why. There are some repercussions, I'm sure, if you used intimidate, for example, as part of your technique. Well, that's what um, I was thinking. Is I would, if if there's no downside to rolling, then I would also roll intimidate when he was talking about sacrifices, just trying to be like very imposing and be like it's yeah. not the answer type yeah, of thing. which i don't yeah. think that's out of line i, I mean was i gonna support add... the sacrifices <laughs> right i was gonna say the two that i'm not going to do Ember, that's less love. people to trade with now we love. definitely got some pvp <laughs> yeah. i wasn't going to roll blood for intimidation <laughs> because... change oh, your is... face Yeah, but it's just like, you say what? You say what? Spirits are stupid, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So basically, I can go down the line then, because I'm not going to do bluff or intimidate, but just because I don't think that Aluna is going to use that method. But Abner might. I would say make it make sense for your character. So I mean... So I'm thinking Miyabe will roll his intimidate, knowledge, religion, and sense motive. Those are the three that I think he would reasonably roll in this instance. I think we should go one at a time, like, and from the order. So we'll start with Brandon, whatever he picks, and then we'll just so, go. That way I guess out of all fun. these, I kind of feel like since I didn't really contribute talking, I don't really, not that they're great bluff diplomacy, but I do have knowledge local to contribute, um, and I also have a sense motive, so I guess I can take a crack okay. at those. So yeah, I'll right. start at the top, knowledge local. Not bad. Okay. 17. And okay. sense motive. Because hey! not bad. Okay. And ab- about sense motive too. Like even though you might not be able to understand what they're saying, all the more you're paying attention to body language. So for example, earlier Aluna noticed that she wasn't being holistically honest. You could detect that timber, or if someone was lying, and say, "Hey, you should ask her what that what you know that kind of thing." So it's not hard to justify this. Kind so of seventeen stuff. knowledge local and a twenty sense motive from the Cripsters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Miyabe. Okay. Jason, which will Miyabe roll? So I was thinking intimidate, religion, sense motive. Okay. Um, I'm going to do terribly on all those because it's a three, a three, and a one. <laughs> okay. Four. Roll high, buddy. Roll high. Yeah, as I expected. That's an eight on intimidate, as expected. It's a five on religion, <laughs> as expected. This is going exactly as I thought it would. And somehow my plus one is the highest out of ten. <laughs> Oh gosh, you are not a skill monkey. Exactly I as I expected. To this guy, it's no, just so nice. I have the skills. I've got an eight in climb, a six in acrobatics, a seven in stealth, a seven in survival, a six in swim, a six in perception. It's just none of the skills that are on this list are my good skills. Yep. Yeah, so I'm going to take quite a few of these um, with a caveat question. Planes, I don't have a rank in, but is it like, can I hit a DC 15 question mark? Or Okay. Um, so then I will roll ahead and roll diplomacy. Okay. Uh, knowledge local, because I'm not going to do bluff or intimidate. Pretty good. Nice. So 17 uh, diplomacy, 23 knowledge local. Knowledge religion. 26. Pretty good. 
and sense motive. Pretty good. Aw, oh, you let me down. I thought you were going to keep going. Okay. 23. Yep. Solid. Alrighty. And Abner Calhoun. Real quick. Talk about immediate benefit. I just got wisdom to all of my knowledges. Right? And it's like, here, yeah. roll all these knowledges for me real quick. Are you yep. okay? <laughs> <clears throat> so we're going to do a bluff. Okay. Nice. 29 bluff. That's our highest one so far. We're going to do a knowledge local. Also nice. We're going to do a knowledge planes. 21. And we're going to do a knowledge religion. 23. Wow. Okay. okay. Our shortcomings. Okay. 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 On the knowledges. okay. Let me um, just point something out. I just want to point something out. So the natural rolls. Brandon had a 13 and a 16 on the die. Josh had an 11, a 14, a 17, a 14. Justin had an 18, 17, 14, 16. I had a 5, a 2, and a 9. Listen, Roll20 hates the whitings. They hate us. It's literally... I have a level in Barbarian now. <laughs> I'm playing sorcerer. I give you a nine. Come on. Kieran, Kieran's first attack roll was a natural one. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter what the class is. It's just I us, remember. the player. You pulled out your flail uh, and you made a big like show of it. A no. glaive, not a flail. Glaive, glaive. <laughs> Very different. She flailed yeah. the glaive. I flailed oh, that glaive. I'm just saying. There's a bunch I, of. Uh, can I just peek behind the screen a little bit? How how are we doing with the circumstance bonuses too? Well, so here's what I'll say. Um. It was a DC 20, so you didn't even need the circumstance bonus. I do. Um, well, I no, you just all collectively have to succeed at five. Yeah, I know, but right. I needed it to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> even with that, you didn't yeah, come close. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you guys killed it on the knowledge. So, Kermit, sense motive, um, and then knowledge local, knowledge religion, sense motive, knowledge local, knowledge planes, knowledge religion, bluff. So, yeah, you guys definitely were able to, and um, it kind of leaves it up to the GM. Uh, there's a couple things that you could do that give specific bonuses. Um, if you had killed any of the lizard folk on your way here, that would have given you penalties. Um, so it's probably a good thing that you didn't do that. Um, but yeah, so as you're having this conversation, uh, you can see that you're making good arguments, and her resolve is slowly starting to break down and it doesn't help the fact that she seemed to kind of be doubting excuse me doubting what was happening like in the first place so at the end um she sighs heavily um and she says well uh, you are right nope that's not the voice you are right um Sorry, I had a frog in my throat. No offense. <laughs> she ate Zweef! Whatever! She ate Zweef! back! Jeez. I will not translate that part. I messed up my own accent all the time. It is okay. What a faux pas! What a faux pas! What a faux pas in a diplomatic situation! Sorry. I have, I have a frog in my throat. It's okay. He only speaks common. To be honest, Krimis is a bit of an idiot. I was trying to get more circumstance bonuses. Don't worry. Forget this conversation ever happened. Yeah, it's like, Krimis, you might want to leave. Quickly. 
you you're right um you're right uh we will we will allow you to head down into the the depths of the temple and see if you can stop Darthek from completing his plan i cannot stop him he is far more powerful than i am and i can't even open the doors to get to the lower the lower temple However, I have something here that might help you. I just don't have the other half. I'm not sure where that is. Um, and she'll pull out this um, jade seal. Like half of a jade seal. And she'll give it to you and she'll say, in order to open the doors into the depths, you will need to find the other half. I think it's somewhere in this temple, but we have kept pretty much to this half. Um... What's the uh, funny, Jason? The other half is in the ruins that you never went to. <laughs> yeah, that's my You have too. to spend the next ten <laughs> days traveling back to no, get no, the no, other no, half. No, for sure. It was going to no. be like, you were supposed to find this earlier. You misunderstand. <laughs> it's it's in this temple. It's just hidden somewhere in this temple. Inside of an ooze. Do, since we succeeded all of our stuff, do we get a chance to maybe at least talk with the captive? Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'll get to that in just a second. Um, My apologies. I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, you can... I'll give you some things to borrow that may be able to help you. Um, if you promise, as you have, to look out for our best interests in any negotiations back with your people, uh, you're welcome to use these things. And she will hand you <clears throat> a pair of boots... Um, what she will say, these are boots of elven kind. Uh, hold on, I've got to look up what they do. Cause plus I five acrobatics. Remember, they give you a plus, they they help you jump well, further. Okay. Did you, okay. Magic Eye knows everything about the magic items. I haven't washed them in a while, so they might not smell very good, but they'll still get the job done. I think the only Did one of us that... just take them off and hand them to us? Yeah. Looking at the picture, Here's I think... my shirt. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the only one of us who could fit those boots is maybe Krimit. Because our feet Why? are very different than hers. I don't know. They might oh. magically form to fit your feet. I no, don't know. Yeah, they, they would. I was making a joke. <laughs> Um, uh, did she kill an elf for those? <laughs> she will, from around her neck, she will take off an amulet. She's um, taking off her items. She's deep roving! <laughs> Just give me time, I've got more. <laughs> she takes off her pants. What? It's okay, it's okay. No, 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 no. Usually we don't even wear clothes in the first place, so... <laughs> She will say, if possible, if you are able to negotiate with your people for land in the area around your settlement, perhaps we would be able to settle there as well and open up trade routes. I give this to you as a token of goodwill. And uh, it is a an amulet of natural armor plus one. Oh. 
Is that then, what they would want? I'm surprised. They're they're uh she's like not just wanting to have them leave them alone. She's willing to kind of move towards a, a coexistence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We made What's really it? convincing arguments. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it would be mutually beneficial. She's the yeah. capitalist lizard folk. And then <laughs> she will she will go back to um like there's a a chest near a mat that's on the floor and she'll open it and she'll pull out a great club and she will say this has been in my family for generations pass down the armstrong line for generations (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, she will hand it directly to you Miyabe and she will say you look like the only one that might be able to wield this it should prove useful in anything that you find down below um, and it is a plus one ghost touch great club. Oh. Ghost touch? Is that going to be important? Yeah. It sounds like that's going to be important. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like to me, I'd like to re-prepare my spells for the day. Grab some ghost touch and ghost bait if you don't mind. Right, we got potions of fear. Uh, yeah. We got ghost touch. Um, I will tell the guards no longer to bar your passage, and you may walk freely among the temple. Cool. I gotta be honest, I'm super happy about this, because as I was thinking about Aluna's character progression alongside this storyline, it was already in back of my head since, like, the beginning that Aluna could not remain loyal to Pride and Zareth. Depending on how this, uh, how these events unfolded, like I, I just found no way that her moral conviction would lead to that. So it's nice that just naturally in the course of the story, that came up to be a pretty central theme. Pretty cool. Well, or not? Look at all the XP we're leaving on the table. I'm just saying. <laughs> we could be level um, ten. Yeah. So. Uh, Wait until they strip all their weapons and armor. And <laughs> or- does Does anybody want to roll for the great club? Okay, I'm gonna no, take you, it. You can, you can have that. <laughs> uh, for successfully negotiating with her, oh, you win, or you are granted we, we 2,400 win. XP. Okay. Oh man, she was probably worth more than that. Um, Maybe. But we would have lost out on the tra- trade routes. Yeah, also look at how much HP that we True. still have. Actually, just also, Abner's <laughs> storyline is another one that's that's plugging along real nicely. Not only has he secured enough funds to open up a shop, he has now secured, like, done successful networking inside the community and with probably the most beneficial contact in these lands. Like, Yo, it's going to go well. Was, it's going yeah. to be great. It's going to be great. Make some, you'll make some money. It's going to make that money. Capitalism saves the day. Yabba, you're my character now. <laughs> It'll come around. <laughs> oh, when, when we deserve it, right? <laughs> when you've earned it. <laughs> when you're in a good story. That's Count when. Calhoun. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Count Calhoun. Count Narcissus just turned up dead one day. It was the strangest thing. It's what like he happened? burned alive in his mansion. <laughs> Kermit multi-class into a ninja Weird. and took Weird. care of the problem for him. <laughs> Strange way to commit suicide, huh? Yeah, right. He just couldn't handle the pressure anymore, and he just lit himself on fire. Count Calhoun says goodbye. <laughs> okay. So tragic. 
<laughs> who? Why? Who are you attacking? I was just checking to make sure that the ghost touch note was coming up on the weapon. Yeah, it deals damage normally against incorporeal creatures. <clears throat> so a little bit of a decrease in damage die, but. <laughs> Abner looks at Miyabe and explains to him that that's a, a spirit-killing weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Oh, shoot! Oh, snap. <laughs> He's not wrong. Uh, as a player, I know there's a big difference between ghosts and spirits. But does Miyabe... However, but does Miyabe... <laughs> well, Miyabe would look to Aluna. Aluna, right. Actually, no, he would look to the spirit that's... No, they do. Is the spirit with us? Spirit sitting on your shoulder. Oh, okay. How big is how big is that salamander? It's tiny. So yeah, tiny he would actually creature. he would turn his head to address the spirit, and he said, "Is that true? Is this a spirit giving great club?" Uh, the little mamua will move and like go into the weapon and disappear. Oh, he just and did. after like. <laughs> <laughs> After like 15 seconds, it will come out and it will say, I don't think that it's going to hurt me. You could try to hit me with it, but I would probably just die. I don't think it would be anything special of the weapon. It would probably just be the fact that you hit me with a club. I w I'm not going to do that. It's so cute! I want him forever! <laughs> I think that I think that it might be useful against evil spirits. Ah. It is good then. Okay. Aluna kind of like, like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> to, to the mummy. <laughs> you see them. <laughs> and like runs out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> you see the manual looks at Aluna and just wink. <laughs> exactly. We we both tell a couple of white lies. To <laughs> finger pistols. Yeah. <laughs> did class in guns. Abner goes. I know that move and accidentally sets fire to the hut. Abner's <laughs> <laughs> like, "What was that?" Oh, you're Why screaming, and she's like, ah. <laughs> "I knew this was a mistake. We can never trade with humans." <laughs> Good thing I'm we're not, not a, humans. Yeah, I'm not a human! <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Alright. So now we just gotta find the other half somewhere in this uh, temple. So yeah, amulet of natural armor, don't need it. Boots of elven kind, don't think I need it. Ghost such great club, not gonna use that, so. She will tell you, she will say, uh, to the north is where you will find the man that we have held um, down the hallway, last door, well, not really door, last opening on the left. The first opening on the right might not want to go in that room. Uh, there's a lot of bugs in there. Uh, we try to steer clear of that area, but it's up to you. If you, you want to take care of that for us, I'm not going to stop you, but we try to avoid that area. Uh, first door on the right, uh, I'm sorry, L for left, um, there's a guy in there, he's kind of an old kook, uh, if he asks you to fight him, feel free, uh, he used to be the old chief, but I, I beat him and I took his spot, and he just, he just stays in there trying to fight us, but he's pretty much harmless, it's only if you just want to try your luck against him, uh, the last door on the right, uh, 
there's a another strange creature in there. Uh, she's a boggard. She just sticks in her laboratory working up potions and stuff for us. Uh, she's got a bit of a sore history. We don't typically work with the boggards. They're our sworn enemies, but she's a traitor to her kind and she joined our side. So she helps us by making potions and kind of keeps herself. Uh, she's a little temperamental, so I don't know if I would bother her. Uh, but yeah, last door on the left is probably the one that you want. Um, if you see the guards sleeping in there, feel free to knock them upside the head for me. Kermit, we'll relay all that. Mod for pistol whipping. Yep. <laughs> Standard action. Just remember. So this uh, one action, actually. This went really well, right, guys? It went like, a lot better than I was expecting, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I kind of glad that Miyabu went around to see the uh, women and the children because then I kind of made the red flags to me that we probably shouldn't go in guns a blazing. Well, no, and then when I was like, "How many people are there?" She goes, fifty. And I go, "Yeah, maybe, maybe we just talk to these people. This just sounds like a bunch of people just living." Well, last time I checked, I got fifty bullets. So, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, we got the bullets. We can make this happen. <laughs> My gosh. So. What would they be? Commoners at best? Level 1? Yeah, it wouldn't be great. Uh, your alignments would definitely shift. The action economy, I mean. I think we could win the fight. I don't doubt that you could. <laughs> I really don't doubt that you could. So, this is the hallway that she spoke of. So we would go to the door that she said to go to because she mentioned that there were there's a boggard in one an old guy in the other one probably not anything that we need to go into unless we don't find the piece in one of the rooms that <laughs> I she's just, I love how she like you know just kill the old guy if you want you know what whatever so oh I mean I, don't kill him he just <laughs> wants to like wrestle people just because he's he's an old, wrestle an old man he's yeah, an old I mean, fighter uh, someone want to wrestle <laughs> it's, it reminds me of like this this old guy who used to be like a champion of the ring and like he's just a washed up boxer these days, but he still likes to spar every once in a while. I was like, come on, arm wrestle me! You just what? one of the Rocky <laughs> movies, dude. Come How on, dude. You? How about you? <laughs> come on now, bully! Put your <laughs> arms up, bully, Dave. Bully. Put your um, arms up. As come you on. walk by these lizards, they hiss out at you, and you see sparks of electricity flying off of them. Yep. Um, and they're. Are. They're very aggressively, like, pawing at the cage, and she'll be like, Oh, don't mind them. We're trying to tame them, but it's not going very well, so don't let them out, please. We squeeze them. Did they have <laughs> That's all they want. Rune Lords, question mark? Or eh? they, did yeah. those shocking lizards have their debut in Rune Lords? I think that's the case, right? Uh, probably, because uh, it was the first AP. Ver- so. Probably in an earlier version of D&D. Do you think? Maybe. I wonder how old they are. In AD&D, I don't know. Classics. I have no idea. So, so yeah, do you want the national armor then? You should take it. It's going to be much better for you because I'm going to end up casting Burkskin on Miyabe most likely. Okay. Burkskin. 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 Oh, I have like the most HP and the, probably the most AC. Burkskin. Like, that's what you're getting at, man. I'm like, wow, Krimit's going to be tanky. Guy's gonna have the Krimit. highest HP and the highest AC. And what is lowest damage? What is your? He will be OP. It's great. What is your Where's HP? Uh, max HP of forty-seven, AC of nineteen. Because okay. I have a forty-four, so. 
Yeah, so he has the highest HP. Level 10, I think, has a level. It's 40. Uh, what is it? And, I, and I'm a two foot tall Gripply. <laughs> two foot tall Gripply. Just insane. His nickname's gonna be uh, Krimit, the armor piercing carriage. What's your last name? Do you have Marsh a last Croker. name? Marsh Croaker. <laughs> so she's boxing that name. We're bugs along the way. Yeah, so she said, don't go in here unless you want to, because there's a lot of bugs. Um, this bugs. is like the laboratory where the boggart is. This is where the older lizard folk is, and then this is where they're keeping the guy. If we wrestle the guy, we'd probably get experience. <clears throat> yeah, she said it was good to go. Yeah, you should wrestle the guy before we leave. I want to um, wrestle the boggart. So, Miyabe, as you walk by, you hear, coming from that room, you hear... Oh, you mewling yolk sucker! Get in here and fight the reigning champion of the Meyerborn Fighting Pits! It really is an old old. <laughs> I just heard. I just heard. I from... bet you can't take me on! I've seen my victories in the ring and no one can best me anymore! I, I just heard from the other one that she beat you. No! I let her win! I was tired of leading the tribe, and I let her beat me! Why didn't you just stop leading the tribe? Why did you have to let yourself lose to do that? It was a matter of pride for her! Okay. That's motive. Are you gonna come fight me or not? <laughs> uh, is this a fight, like, with weapons? Like, what is what? this fight? No! With fists! Uh, Wrestling like men! And lizard folk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am not terribly proficient in uh, unarmed combat. It's not so much unarmed as it is just grappling. Uh, well, I don't have improved grapple either, so... Don't worry, I won't take any attacks of opportunity. Oh. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> turning into oh, a okay. pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Yar! Yar! Get in here and fight me! <laughs> Vast ye matey! <laughs> I mean, Miyabe would go for it. I mean, he's unlikely to win because he's not like pure strength. He's like across the board strength and con. So it's not like he's a, it's not like he's a pro wrestler or anything. But he. Like, it seems like there's no reason not to. Right. Uh, Aluna, as he goes in, they're like, uh, Don't kill him, Abe. Uh, please be careful. <laughs> so that's... Oh, look at see. him. That is not yeah. unarmed. <laughs> he has a sword. That's not an official token. That's just one I found. He actually probably doesn't actually have flaming hair, but looks cool. That, um, a good skit, though. Let's fight each other or not. Miyabe's gonna need a shower after this. That <laughs> looks disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so Miyabe, as you come in, um, <clears throat> the north side of this chamber has a cracked stone floor, and to the south lies a pool of thick mud in which several rows of web-footed tracks are visible. Uh, torn cloth and leather flags of varying colors decorate the wall, each held in place with a metal spike embedded in the stone. Um, he'll say, eh, that's a boy... Uh, this ought to be a good fight, and next, after I get done with him, if any of the rest of you want to fight me, I will 
fight you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Again, so, I am not confident, but I will do my best. Uh, you can see this whole cave figure of a man about to fight an old man. I'm not confident. An old wizard. I, 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 I have never I, attempted this sort of combat before. I have always... Bulging muscles. I've always had a massive hammer of some sort. Listen, if you are able to beat me, I'll give you my champion's belt. And you can see around his waist is a belt that is adorned with cerulean and jade, and it's loaded with gaudy knickknacks and flair. I don't know if I need that, but okay. Oh, oh it's fabulous. Uh, a detect magic. Wait, if, if that is the champion's belt, then why is the other one not wearing it now? You Does, cut out on me there, what'd you say? I, I was saying that you let the other one win. So why is the other one not wearing the champion's belt? Because I was actually the champion. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I let her win! With this guy of like, <laughs> you're not the strongest, I don't know why you keep saying that. <laughs> also, the sense motive, did he let her win or uh, was he dusted? Uh, he was bested. <laughs> Alright, hold on. You back up there, and I'll back up here, and then we'll start it. Uh, one of you back there, do you have a loud object to signal the beginning of the fight? Otherwise, I'll just say go. Kermit pulls out his gun. He's ex Oh, wait. He what is he speaking in what language? Um, polyglot. <laughs> Kermit does not do that. <laughs> well, Aluna's, Aluna will translate. It's fine. She's, she's laughing a bit. Skirt pulls out his gun. I've got to shoot him. now! And then he just fires. Fires? Okay. Um, you hear some screaming coming from outside. What's that? <laughs> ah! oh she's like, oh, don't worry about them. They're all weak. And uh, now we will oh, wait. both roll. Give me oh. a second. Actually, I want to see if this misfires. Oh. <laughs> 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 I, it's only misfires you answer two, but let me... <laughs> Die if it just jams. <laughs> okay, it does not, but I'm up to a three. Almost. That was so close. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not close. You rolled oh, a three. Yeah, Russ. Never mind. You're right. That was really close. That was really close. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Alright, so Miyabe, go ahead and roll initiative with this guy. Good old plus two. Well, that's better than it could have been with the plus Let's two. His initiative. Um, Probably more than a plus two. You are still warded. Not that that'll help. But you're it CMD. will help, but yeah, I know. Yeah. My okay. CMD goes up. Mm, nice. Alrighty, let me get everybody else out of here because it's just Miyabe. So, Miyabe, what did you roll? 15. I only, oh. have a, I only have a plus two, so I rolled you a 13. You just barely eked him out. He rolled a 14. Hey. So you get to act first. Let me get some combat music going up in here. Uh, actually, this might be maybe more jovial music. Yeah. Let's see what this is. Okay. Welcome so we to have... the Medieval Fair, where we will have many games of jousting and sparring. <laughs> and the wrestling in the mud pits, mud wrestling. Right over Knight's Tale. Okay, Miyabe, you get to go first. If I really wanted to win, I could just rage and get a massive bonus, but that makes no sense. 
No, why would you be mad? Uh, so, I guess... So, going off of the theme of Miyabe never doing this before, he's not sure what he should be doing, so I guess he would step up and then maybe ready in action to grab this guy if he came at him. He's not sure if he's supposed to, like, okay. rush at him or if he's, like, <laughs> supposed to meet him in the middle. So he goes up and he readies in action that if this guy comes in range, he'll just, I guess, try to grab him. Okay. A cautious lad, I see. That might be unwise, but we'll see. Hold on, my cat just took my loofah out of the bathroom and is walking around with it, so hold, please. It's just so ridiculous. Let's cut out unnecessary combats and encounters. This old crazy man for me to quick, will you? Well, it's, it's, it's not unnecessary if it's fun. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, you you kind of want to win it. That's the only thing I'll say. Fun com. Well, if we lose, he kills us. I, I know for a yeah. fact. I, I tried to say it earlier, but I don't think you heard me. I wanted to cast the tech magic. That belt is good. Oh, like, a belt is detecting it, some magics. Yeah, it's juicy. I, I, it might even be so good to be mighty. That would okay. be amazing. So he's gonna rush at you, Miyabe, and just try to hug you around the waist. So my ready to action would go off first. Yes, that's yes. true. So I'm gonna roll... Is he charging? <laughs> he can't. He's not ten feet away. Um... So I'm going to roll a, where is it, CMB to grapple him. Okay. Middle of the road, 15 okay. against his CMD, probably not enough. Yep, so you go to grab out at him, but he's a little slippery with mud, and so you just kind of slip off. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so he will go ahead and... <laughs> he will go ahead and try to grapple you... For a cast grease on me. Miami's like, I need grease. Over there, (laughs) rolling with advantage. It sounds like. No, it's because it landed under my phone, and when I picked it up to see it, I uh, rolled it, so I didn't know what the number was. Uh Um, so that's going to be a sixteen against your CMD. It is a fail. All right, so he goes to grapple out at you, and um is unsuccessful. So, now it is back to your turn. I will I guess try to grapple him. Let's let's paint this scene a little bit. So, Miyabe, so he comes out at, at Miyabe. Miyabe kind of fails to grab him. So, Miyabe is kind of thinking like maybe I can start to push him into like the corner or something. So, like maybe Miyabe like steps to the side here and goes to grab him seeing if he can get him to back up into that corner or something. Okay. Okay. A little okay. bit better. 16. So a little bit better, a 16, <laughs> but that does not beat his CMD. I wouldn't think so. I've, I've, I'm rolling an 8 and a 9. <laughs> so he will um, laugh out him. and he'll say, Ha ha ha! I'll corner you! And um, he will grapple out at you with a natural 1. <laughs> As... Actually, maybe what he tried to do is he tried to go after you when you were still in the square, but you stepped to the side and he just kind of like lurches forward and you're not there anymore. Okay. Now it's your turn I again. I will go behind him. We're <laughs> going do-si-do here. Do-si-do. And there we go. Five on the die for 12. 
Let's do this for three hours. This is so fun. Yeah, this is gonna go on forever. I'm telling you, if I could roll well, but no. Yeah, I was gonna say, Krimit. Krimit does the meme where it's the astronaut behind the guy behind the other astronaut with the gun, and he was. You are always gonna lose and shoot the lizard <laughs> in the back of the head. Um. So this time he is going to try to bull rush you. Back okay. into the wall. Into the wall to take 1d6? Um. Yeah, I, I got it. I don't know much about bull rush, so I don't know if you need to have a running start or how that works. Let me see. It, it provokes. I mean, all of this would have provoked if we were doing provokes. Yeah. Uh, so you can bull rush as a standard action. Um, a bull rush attempts to push an opponent straight back without doing any harm. It does provoke an attack of opportunity. He does not have improved bull rush, so... Um, I mean, I guess I could do a grapple as a attack of opportunity, <laughs> or can you do that? I don't see why not. It's a standard action, isn't it? Uh, is I that... don't think you can. I think it, it has to be an attack for an attack of opportunity. Does it? Uh, no. Here. I uh, don't know. Um, combat maneuvers are attack rolls. Um, in this case, can take uh, an attacker for free. These free attacks are called see the attacks of opportunity for how they work. Uh, it doesn't say you can. It says, while many combat maneuvers can be performed as part of an attack, full attack, or attack of opportunity, others require a specific action. Yeah. So. So that's a 17. Uh, no, that fails. And grapple says as a standard action, so I'm not going to read too deeply into it, so I'm just going to say no. So he does not manage to bull rush me. Okay. So you guys are just locked in this yep. combat. And, uh, okay. Yeah, but he's not going to move this time. He's going to hold his ground. And another eight <laughs> on the die. My gosh. Okay. So this time he will for a three. Yep. And that's the roll is a three, but it's not enough. <laughs> yeah. So I have not rolled above good. a ten. It's good I to know you're as good as a an old lizard folk. I just did it for fun. Do you want my rolls? I saw your combat maneuver was probably enough to do it. We'll just we'll just keep going back and forth until this happens. Yeah, down to an eleven now. <laughs> four on the die. One of these days, uh, one of us are going to oh, roll super okay. high. Natural eighteen. Okay. So I think that is going to be your CMD. Okay. What is it? What's your CMD? <laughs> you tell me what the role is. But then you know what my bonus is. <laughs> you should just my, CM, <laughs> my CMD is 21. Okay, it's higher than that. Wait, with Ward? Yeah, Ward brings it to a 21. Yeah, this was a 27. So he grapples you finally. So now we are both grappled. Yes, which has no mechanical difference thing here because his ac should go down by two and my <clears throat> cmb will actually stay the same yeah i'd say the same so actually okay. it gives me a better chance of breaking out of it than normal interesting yep so now it is your turn yep so he'll try to break out of the grapple i okay. should have a better mm -hmm. chance because his cmd should be lower now do you have to break out or can you fight to take control yeah i can try to reverse it yeah I was see, I'll, I mean, I'll try to reverse it, but yeah, we'll see. Nope. A natural one. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, I cannot roll anything above a 10. 
So he is going to try to maintain the grapple. Oh, he's going to succeed. I don't think he can fail. Uh, that's a 15. Is that with the bonus five that he gets? Oh, no, then 20. Yeah, that I only have a 19. Now, okay. that, now that I'm grappled, I only have a 19. So does that mean that you're pinned? No. Yeah. Or, e- if, he, if he wanted to pin me, yeah. There's oh, one other he's... step, I think. No. I, just the floor I don't think so. If you grapple, if you succeed a grapple against a pin against a grappled target, you can pin them as one of the actions. I mean, do you lose ward? Because it says the ward lasts until the warder creature is hit. Does being grappled considered being hit? I have no idea. Because it just says, yeah, the la- the ward lasts until the warder creature is hit or fails a saving throw. I mean, he hasn't taken damage, so I don't know. If... I just don't know if that counts as being like if you bull rush and you were able to grapple and hit and deal damage, but I don't know if. Because I feel like being hit, it's almost like... I know it's an attack roll for what Jason said, but I don't feel like it's an attack roll. I'll reward. Okay. I just um, yeah, so I guess if he maintains the grapple, he will pin you on the ground, yeah. and he will say, Oh, do you give up yet? You've, have you been bested by me, the champion? So, I am pinned. I think mm-hmm. I can still try to break free. Yeah, I think you can. Rage, do it, dude. Let me read pin. A pin creature cannot move. Can always attempt to free itself, usually with a combat maneuver. Okay. So, yeah, I'll... Miyabe will try to free himself by... Like, I imagine, like, this guy's, like, on top of him or whatnot. Miyabe will try to just, like, stand up using brute force. Just, like, stand up lifting this guy up off the ground with him. And uh, I'm going to call a natural five on this die. Oh, jeez. Oh, 21. 21. Uh, Yeah, that's going to succeed. So, now you're free. Is that how Um, it works? Like, if you escape a pin, you're just free? I think that's how we did it on Friday. I think so. Let me look up combat. The flow chart is more confusing than me just looking up the paragraphs. I have no idea where I'm looking on that flow chart, so I'm just going to look up. I thought that the reason I got out was because he failed like the pin check like it didn't go from pin to grapple I think if you failed the pinning check you just you just lose or something I think you, so. get, you can get tied up and then you have the helpless condition yeah so um goodness pin you give your component the pin condition despite pinning your opponent you only have this is if you win you escape the pin but you're still grappling right yeah so right. we're now both back to grappled Okay. What happens if he fails to pin? But that means that you're currently controlling the grapple? Jace? I don't know. I think Miyabe is. No. I don't think so. I almost feel like, as I was explaining the other day, it's almost like a tug of war where that guy grappled, so he's got the bonus, tried to go to pin, then Miyabe broke free, but he yeah. goes back to grapple, but it's like that guy's still technically grappling him. He just repositioned, I suppose. Yeah, so I think he is still in control of the grapple. Okay. Alright, so he will roll another CMB. Uh, that is a 12 that time. So even with a, even if we gave him the plus 5 again, that would not succeed. Okay, so does he, he loses the grapple now. Yes. Okay, so now we're back to square yep. one. I'm telling you, this is never going to end, because I'm never going to roll consecutively high enough. Let's see where it goes. 
So it's my turn. And I will try to grapple him now. You know, just for the heck of it, I'll just, like, move over. Just for the heck of it, since Miyabe is fast, he's gonna try to use his speed. He's gonna try to, like, run around this guy real quick to, like, throw off his senses. Okay. Uh, and then he's gonna try to grapple him again. There we go, back to the six on the die. So, he'll say, Stand still, young boy, so I can beat ya! Uh... Put a hex back on Miyabe. Just throw four back on him between these rounds. (laughs) Uh, so that is a 20 to uh, grapple you? CMD is 21. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> My gonna... turn again? Yep. I got the 21 that time. Okay. Hey. So now you are grappling him, and we are, now he is We are both grappled. grappled, but I'm controlling it this time. So I see. Okay. All right. So my so CMD now... went down, but his CMB is probably fine, because you don't take a penalty when you're trying to break out of a grapple. Okay, so he will try to break out. Uh, that is a... So I don't get a bonus plus five anymore. No, that's only if... Yeah, that, that'll that only be if I maintain it here. Uh, okay. you, have, you have a choice to either break free or take control. It's yes. one or the other. Yeah, you can... So he... Yeah. So if I try to k- take control, I, do I get a bonus? No. Nope. But you'll if you win, you'll gain the plus five CMB on the next round. Yeah. Oh. If okay. your opponent did not break free or change the grapple or whatever, then you get the bonus on consecutive attempts. Okay. Right. So. Yeah. Okay, because I I without the plus five I failed. Okay. Oh, beautiful. So then it would go so, back to me, and this time since he did not break my grapple, I get the plus five. Right. On your nat three, yeah. that might. Be Ugh. Okay. So, this is just add five to whatever this is. Okay. Yep. A twelve. A natural two, as you'd expect. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that is not enough. So... so we both lose the grapple, and we're back oh to the gosh. beginning. <laughs> so both parties continue to have the grapple condition. The attacker still controls the grapple. So yeah. you still have the grapple. Okay. So I. Okay. Uh, natural four. So okay. I don't do anything. Well, you're saying Back I. Samia. You're saying I still have the grapple, even though I failed to maintain. Because yeah, because the condition didn't change. So you didn't fail to maintain, did you? I mean, what was I rolling for if I wasn't trying to maintain? Uh, that's true. Yeah. So I think that we started at the beginning, and yeah. so now we're just. Oh my gosh! This will okay. go on forever. Yeah. No, I'll give it a couple more okay. rounds, and then we'll. Twenty-five. Say, oh, okay, so twenty-five will do it. Yeah. So now, so now you're grappling him. Both grappled. So I'm putting so the grapple condition back on. Yep. He will. Oh, I gotta put it back on mine. Okay. What do you think they have now in the corner? I think it's the big guy is gonna win. <laughs> Swooping around the back. Okay. Natural six that time. So. Okay. That's definitely not because I don't get any bonuses. There's no way. There's no way. Correct. Okay. So again, here comes a natural three. With my plus 12. It's a natural 3. Okay. Ooh, so that's okay. a 24 so, plus 5, so a 29 to pin yeah. him. So that will pin him. So you are pinned. Okay. I'm still grappling. So okay. you can still roll to break free against my lowered CMD. So he has one more chance to roll a 19 on his CMD. 
cannot move, is denied its dexterity bonus, but is not flat-footed, can take verbal and mental, cannot cast spells, can still escape, and other spell stuff that we don't care about. Okay, I just want to see what he considers to be... His lost state. Yeah. I like how okay, he okay. put Miyabe in this situation, but then he considers himself potentially lost. Um, I just pinned you, but you pinned me, so I lose. Yes. <laughs> so, uh... You have him pinned, and he's struggling, and he's struggling, and finally he'll relax, and he'll say, Oh, you got me. My joints are aching, and I'm not as spry as I used to be, but you, my friend, are quite the formidable opponent. You put up a good show. I- I- what's the word? Concede. I almost said secede. I secede from the nation. From the union. (laughs) From the the lizard folk. I'm a lizard folk. Population one, he becomes (laughs) his own country. (laughs) I said the meeting between Titan's Earth and the lizard folks plus one neutral party, which is (laughs) Um, I I sick. Nope. I still want to (laughs) say. I concede. You best. I can't get away from the pirate now. You want to say submit and concede. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can't do this voice. It's killing my throat. Miyabe would say, I I think it was just because of your age. I I don't know if I really did all that well. If you were in your younger years, I'm sure it would have gone the other way. I think you're Irish. Why did you get Irish? Was it? Yeah, it It didn't sound like that to me. Has turned into a pirate, and Miyabe's gone Irish. Did you guys hit your heads when you were wrestling? (laughs) What is that? I I believe I am the champion now. (laughs) No, he was just speaking polyglot. No, no, nothing screams polyglot like an Irish accent. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Grant, what is I going think it's because you didn't have the deepness that you normally try and portray in your voice. So yeah, it came no, it, across very it was, Irish. I was just a bit winded. It, uh, so there's Miyabe. Uh, I was, I was a bit winded, so it, my voice was a bit higher pitched because I was breathing so heavily. Well, Amber always asked, what does Miyabi's voice sound like two octaves higher? It is Irish. It's Irish. It becomes Irish. Abner steps up. Now you take on the party's strongest champ, lizard man. Cracks his mouth. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Abner doesn't do any of that. (laughs) So, Um, did Miyabi win? He did. I concede. I I submit. I thought I had him there, but he wouldn't give up. I guess we didn't go over the terms of the fight very well. That's my fault. Aluda, I'm not sure what he's saying. Can you translate, please? It does not matter, Kremet. Miyabe won. Of course he did. This, yes, I, I did not know if, if, the, if, if it was required that I give up, or if just being pinned was enough. I, I did not know, so I just I, kept going. I... I I hope you know that now you have to stay here, and you have to be the champion of the fighting pit. I give my belt to you, and hand over the title. Good luck, my boy. I'll send some lizard folk your way. I did not think this was part of the arrangement. In that case, you can keep the belt. (laughs) 
Wait, he's like leaving the door. Good luck, you'll do fine. Just <laughs> <laughs> on you, he wanted to lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a TV type thing. He's but magically I... bound to that room forever now. The, 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 owner, of the, <laughs> the owner of the belt is bound to this room. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cursed item. Yeah. He's like, in all seriousness, though, I, I overheard your conversation with the chief, and it sounds like you lot are looking out for us and our best interests, and if you truly are going down below to face Darathic, I think you might need this more than I do. And he'll hand the belt to you. It is not a belt of mighty constitution plus ten. Those don't exist. Belt of mighty something. You might find that this makes you feel a bit stronger. I will take it. Uh, yeah, it is a belt of giant strength plus two. Oh, beautiful. Nice. Oh, so, because now Miyaba is the champion, can Kermit challenge him for the belt? Mm-hmm. Based on his roles, I could win. <laughs> Probably. Right? Well, you didn't win that one time that you tried grappling, or that he grappled you, you couldn't seem to get out. Enraged! He got bonuses! Well, now I've got a bonus from the belt. Hey, no, no, you gotta take that off. No, he wore, he wore the belt against me. Yeah. Just doesn't help when you roll single digits. Even my physical dice hate me. Huh? Oh, oh, you got ward. <laughs> yeah, I do also have ward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luna would drop that. Beautiful. So I guess... What was so, his name again? Uh, my name is Othok. I was the former chief of this tribe, but I let Shathva win in order to take the responsibilities, and now I live my retirement in this here fighting pit, challenging all the young lizard folk. Yeah, he definitely didn't let her win. She totally beat him in a fair fight. I know that just from his facial expressions, because obviously I don't know Polygon. Yeah. Again, I assume Aluna is just translating most of what's being yeah. said. I don't know. She was getting kind of a little nippy with me when I asked her about if Miyabe won. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Shut up, little one. Miyabe would just, he would say to him, he'd be, well, it seems that you command great respect here. I will do my best for the sake of your tribe. I appreciate that, my young boy. You are quite the imposing figure, and I'm glad to have someone like you on our side rather than on the other side. You mentioned Armstrong, and I'm just picturing when the two muscly guys meet each other. Oh, you are! There he's just striking poses. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Can you give me a perform <laughs> muscle pose? I don't have perform, perform. muscle. Everybody has perform, <laughs> don't they? I didn't pick a perform though. You didn't put ranks in too. Yeah, it's just you know, it's based on charisma, so it's a minus one. Yeah, you can still roll it. Yeah, <laughs> an eight. Nice. <laughs> Probably look better with baby oil versus the mud. But <laughs> so uh, we press on. Uh, yeah, I yeah. guess we'll wrestle the other captive. <laughs> Yep, so if you head north up to that room... Well, looking into the bee room, the bug room, what's in there? Um, if you look in, at first all you see is um, a room 
that has another opening to it. Is there anything in this room? Uh, no, the chamber is divided par- by a partition that juts from the western wall, leaving a 10-foot entryway to the lower half of the room. Large mounds of dirt rise from overturned flagstones and scattered piles of rotting animal fur and broken tools cover the remaining floor. Two long-handled nets lean near the only doorway. Um, it looks like this may be where they keep their trash. And if you kind of, like, sneak over and look into the bottom half of this room... Well, what I'm can... going to do is I'll, I'll send some dancing lights in, loop okay. them around. Does anything, like, react or scuttle? You hear some noises. You hear some, like, skittering noises coming from down below. And yeah, if you, like, like, peek around the corner, you can see, like, hundreds of, like, centipedes, like, writhing around in this trash pit. How much experience uh, do we get for the one centipede? Well, a quick... As she peers over, is there... She'll cast Detect Magic and see if there's anything amazing in there. Um, let's see. Uh, you do Detect Magic coming from in there. And if she focuses in on the aura, can she determine what it is? Um... She can denote the number of auras and the uh, school of magic if she makes a knowledge arcana check, I believe. Okay, so you only detect one aura, and then you can make a knowledge arcana. Okay, so with a 23 arcana, you are gathering it is a conjuration aura. Hmm. If the aura emanates from a magic item, you can attempt to identify its properties with spellcraft. So I guess he can attempt that even from distance. It doesn't say he has yeah. to be holding it. Okay. Right. And she'll uh, gesture for Abner. Hey, hey, come here, come here, come here. Help me find what this is. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, see if I can figure it out. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, craft. He'll confer the magical property. Wow, what is our deal tonight? Seriously. It's just me. <laughs> yeah, it's just Jason. <laughs> yep. And it's funny because your spellcraft is way higher. Yeah. But we so, can get the same number. Uh, you both rolled a 20. Um, looking in, like, amongst this mass of, like, kind of writhing centipedes, oh my God. uh, you see a set of bracers. And if you focus in on them, you can see that they are bracers of armor plus two. That would be good for (laughs) one person in the party. That's good for Abner. You got uh, burning hands there? Although if if he casts mage armor every day, then it's redundant, but still. Yeah, but he didn't have to to at least get plus two. Yeah. We have some alchemist fires, don't we? What do I have? I have six alchemist fires. I do have a burning hands. Do I think that a burning hands would clear them without hurting the armor? Um. Oh yeah. Yeah, because they're magic items. Yeah. Uh, make a knowledge nature. Anyone who you can got it. <laughs> Roll to one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are okay, they not so, going to attack us if we just sneak in there? And just so, Aluna and Miyabe, you can tell that this is effectively a centipede swarm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
burning hands would definitely have a, a an effect on them. Uh, you know, this particular swarm is diminutive, so your weapons are going to be useless against it. Is it non-hostile, and we could just kind of go in there and gross as it is, like uh, and get out? You think if you were to go in there, you're going to get attacked by these centipedes? And the lizard folk don't have any attachment to them, right? No, she said. We no, it's just their trash pile. Yeah. yeah. See if the old guy wants to wrestle those. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wrestle this diminutive swarm. Yeah. <laughs> we got well. a new challenger in the next room. Come here, take a bait. So. <laughs> yeah, Miyabe has eight alchemist fire. I have six, so I can give some to Kremit if he wants. Um, I can switch to my scatter shot and just try to blast before you guys do. I have a burning hands and a flaming sphere. Uh, can we get a ready to action off and just blast them all at once? With the fire and the alchemist? Um, I will allow a surprise round. Beautiful. Since I'm it does not... Grimmit, come closer! Grimmit! Hold on, I need a full round action to switch out my mod, so I will spend one grit to change my range mod to scatter. Okay, alright, so everybody roll for initiative if this is going down. I feel like we can't leave those there. That's a pretty good item. Yeah. Man, a Luna. Yeah, I've been rolling rocks today. Aww, so yeah. sad. I clicked Beautiful. the same time Abner did, and I thought mine was the 21, and then I guess. <laughs> That's so, what I was saying. Aluna has a... So Aluna got to use her new thing, where she rolls twice and takes the better. So she rolled a 24, which was a natural 20, and then a 15. So we're going Why'd with 20. Why did you roll a second time? Yeah. Uh, what did you Why did you I, roll a second time when you got a nat 20? I mean, you weren't going to beat that, were you? I just double-clicked it, and I can take oh. either still. He was looking for a nope. nat 21. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, so like, let's say I wanted to go third because of like I don't have to worry about delaying. I just I set my initiative there, kind of thing. Okay, so I will give each of you an action um, before this happens. You can see this on the map now, right? Mm-hmm. The swarm. Okay. Yeah. So starting with Aluna. No need to wait. Can I just blast my? Can I just aim for that intersection there and get. Uh, yep. yep, go ahead. So it's just going to be a straight range, right? Ranged? Range touch? Yeah, it's yep. your base attack bonus plus your dex. Which my dex is zero, my base is three, so 20. Okay, so a 20 will hit their uh, touch AC. 1d6 plus 50%. Plus one? Or is it just 1d6? It's just 1d6. Minimum. Hasn't come through for me yet. Hasn't there we go. There it is. Okay. So, two points of damage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm just rounding up. Uh, next is Abner. I'm going to throw a burning hands at it. That's a reflex save. How rude. Save. Reflex for half. What's this cone look like? It looks like... Let me get the... An ice cream cone of fire. Draw a line. <laughs> fire. If so, it would hit like this square and this square. It would hit okay. these squares. Yep. A five foot step forward, we get them all. 
Well, well, yeah. I mean, it's the same because yeah. it's all one right. entity, right. basically. Okay, right. right. so reflex save. So this is their best save. Uh, so that is a twenty-one. Yeah, so half, half damage. Half, half damage half from the damage, one in hand. But then another fifty percent of half damage. Mm-hmm. So it's like three quarters damage. It's like seventy-five percent. So. Okay. Ten. So. 10 points of damage, so that definitely dispersed some of them. Oh, show. After Abner is crimmit. Um. <clears throat> oh, do I have to get closer for... Oh. Oh, I think I can do 20 foot cone from here, right? Or do I have to step up? Uh, uh yeah. Either or. To... Well. Either or. It depends on how you draw it. It'd probably be, be better for you to step up, because... Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. So I step up and I just take a shot. Okay. I will turn point blank on. As millions oh. of pellets fire out. I do need to turn on scatter as well, so that'll give me a minus. But it's two. laser shots. Oh, oh my. So a 28 against touch is definitely a hit, and it will do five points of scatter damage. Piercing and bludgeoning. Okay. Next is Miyabe. Miyabe will say, um, I don't know if I have to stand up to not have it get any, like, to step into this square or not. I mean, technically, no. Yeah, I mean, most technically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can, yeah, cause you can draw without going through anything, so draw a line without going through anything. So I'll make a ranged touch. Okay. Yep, that will do it. For 1d6. So okay. total of three, 3 damage. 3 damage. Alright. And then I think I'd be tempted to have Miyabe step forward, but then he would just get more of us caught in it, so. Yeah. Okay. And we're back. Well, that was just a surprise round. So. That was just a surprise round. So we're back up to a Luna. We'll pull out another one and throw it. Okay. Uh, that one's going to miss. So roll your D8. You were aiming for the middle intersection here or the middle of them? Middle of them. Okay. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. They get a reflex save to take no damage? No. Uh, natural 20 in the reflex. Because I think the reflex is to negate yeah. splash, right? Yeah. That's like, I don't know. I'll look it up real quick. I think so. I think that's the case. I think they're fine. Okay. So after Aluna is Abner. Justin. Second burning hands. <laughs> right. Pearl of power, second burning hands. <laughs> Next turn. Flaming sphere, just cast all of our spells on this Fire one ball. swarm. Fire they don't get a re- they don't get a reflex. That was just the bomb. The alchemist bombs get reflected. Okay. They catch fire. Is so, the case. So they take one damage. One damage. Correct. On a direct hit, it deals fire damage, and on the following round of, of a direct hit, the target takes an additional one d six points of damage. If desired, the target can use a full round action to extinguish the flames. That's if it fails a reflex save. 
Extinguishing the flames, flames requires a DC 15. No, just a direct hit, it catches fire. Here is the text. So... Can I ready a spell but not use it quite yet? Sure. So you're gonna ready... What's your trigger? Uh, if it moves forward. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, next up is Kermit. Um, I'm just gonna reload and shoot from there, I suppose. Okay. So reload pellets and... Pew-pew! Pew-pew! Hey, Josh. Whoa! Ooh, Can you shut your sheet? My sheet? Yeah, there's a just a comment that they couldn't see the map. Oh, it's not open now, so it's just lagging a little bit. Oh, it looks like it's frozen. Okay. Uh, 29, natural 20. Uh, so it's not going to confirm, but it will hit, and it will do five points of damage. Whoa. I was so upset that I meant to say disappointed and depressing and said disappressing. 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 I like that. I like that. Does it still look like there's a lot of them? Can you tell? It's whittled away a lot of them. Yeah, there's um, not that many left. Oh, gosh darn it. Steps in. Crit confirm is sad. <laughs> I'll hold him off with my body. After Kremit is Miyabe, he'll throw another one in there. Okay. Now Kremit might get hit by splash damage. Kremit can. Um, he's got an ability to negate splash. Uh, he has evasion. <laughs> So were you targeting them, or were you targeting yep. a square? Yep. Okay, so that's going to miss. So if I roll a 2 on this D8, it would be the intersection that he is standing next to. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Do I get a save, or I just take the splash? Yeah, you take, yeah, you just take this. Both of them take one point of fire damage. One point of fire damage. Okay. I was protecting you from them, Yabe. Owie! So it is going to five foot step into Kermit Square, but Abner, your ready to action would go off because they moved forward. And it does technically was hit with a direct hit, so it takes 1d6 fire damage, technically. But I don't know if that works for swarms because so swarm. As it steps towards Kermit, Abner gives it the finger gun and spontaneous immolation. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot. That's so much. Can you do that to a swarm? I'm looking it up. It says you point your finger at a creature. Target well, is yeah. one creature. So no. So no? Yeah, anything that targets a single creature cannot affect a swarm. Oh, he know. uses it on just one of them. He targets <laughs> Kermit. You hear it shrieking. That is the idea. Yeah, a swarm is immune to swarm is immune to any spell or effect that targets a specific number of creatures. So, 
Yes. Okay, then. So... Flaming Sphere would work. Yep, so that doesn't go off. So, Krimit, it moves into your square. Preemptive fortitude saves. <laughs> guess, dang, if I had to take a guess at it. Oops. What I'm shooting for. Uh, so, you take three points of damage. Um... So that saves against the poison. I need you to roll another one. Distraction. Yeah. Wait. Hey! Another distraction. Or another fort or will? Another (laughs) fort, sorry. Yeah, another fort. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're okay. That's cool. I I, I think the DC would be on that if I take a guess. It's it's not 15, but it's lower. Uh, Top of the round. I would hope that if I pass, it wasn't higher. That would just yeah. be also confused. That would be weird. Okay, Luna. Uh, we'll try. Try not to hit Krimit. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll wait for him to get out of the way. Please delay! I don't want to get hit more. Seal delay until Krimit can get out of there. Uh, next is Krimit because Miyabe had delayed or readied. Well, no, Miyabe was always at the bottom. No, I think you're before the swarm. Abner, sorry, Abner. Abner. Abner, Abner. Had, Abner had readied. Yeah. And um, so he moved. So next is Kermit. Reload. Okay, so Kermit moves, but then Aluna. I delayed. So oh, I you delayed. Ready. You didn't ready. Okay. Jeez, I get so confused. All right, so you move back and reload. And shoot, and that's a miss. Not just yeah. a miss. It's a oh, miss. The 11. That's a miss fire? Ooh. Because well, it's a nat 2. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. And Got then uh, I will go ahead and roll my ranged here. Okay. 18, so it hits exactly in the middle where I'm hoping. Okay. Hopefully. Does that hit its touch? It does. Okay, and then another d6. Four, and with that, it disperses. Yay! Only took Krimit coughs a little. You see him shake his cloak, and probably a couple of them fall out. Steps forward and picks up the bracers, walks to you. I I got these for you. I would also maybe look a look like just to make sure I'm all healed up. (laughs) Uh, She rolls her eyes, and we'll go ahead and cast the last. Bit of the wand of cure light wounds. Was oh, that the last one? We, we don't have uh, any more healed. Uh, Correct. That is the last. I Just love... kidding. I have two wands. <laughs> I love that. I love that she heals Miyabe without him asking. But if anyone else asks, she rolls Roll her, her eyes. eyes. Rolls her eyes. It's like the nerve to ask me for healing. You're the nerve that we've shared the gold and bought these for her to use. You peasant. How dare you? I, I stepped in just to take the damage nobody else did. How dare I? I? I think this would be funny. She wouldn't do this, of course, but it is the last use of that wand, so it'd be so funny if she, like, used it up and then just chucked it at him and, like, hit him in the face. And <laughs> takes up. one point. Takes there one point of damage. There's your healing. Uh, you happy now? <laughs> An entirely no, different did person. Not a full. <laughs> Highly different person, he says. So uh, that's great. So yeah, they are Abner. There's some bracers for you. 
Bracers of armor plus two? Is yeah. that right? That was a fun distraction. And if we look down here. Nice. When they walk away, Abner, I don't think a looter really cares for us. Yeah, I, I, I believe you are correct. We are uh, less than important to her, I believe. Okay. Miyabe, as you... Not human haters. <laughs> right. As you head up there uh, to the left where the um, the room is that Shathva told you about, you see that there's a metal cage that fills the southern end of this stonewalled room. A patch of damp hay rests within the cage, along with a bucket and a clay tray that's covered with the remnants of foodstuffs. Um, you can see that it doesn't look like this room was intended to be a prison. It's kind of makeshift. Um, but inside you do see a man who is sitting slumped up against the wall. Um, looking at him, you see that he is currently restrained from something that looks like it was also makeshift. Uh, it looks like somebody took like manacles and a breastplate and tried to tie him together so that he can't move. Um, oh boy. Uh, so this is the room that you see. Um, you also see that there are two lizard folk that oh. are sitting on buckets, and as soon as you back there. Uh, yeah, as soon as you enter, they kind of stand up hastily um, and lower their weapons, and the one says, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" We are. Uh, we <laughs> oh, are sorry, here too. What are you saying? I just laugh because I figured these two guys. Don't even know we're here. Mud wrestling in one room, guns going off, explosions in the other room. We walk up and they're like, "Hey, what are you guys doing? Like, are you serious right now? Where <laughs> <laughs> you been for the past fifteen minutes?" He heard, they heard the gunshots and we're like, "Wait, dude, I'm not going out there." <laughs> He's like, "No, no, well, no, no. okay." To be <laughs> fair, to be fair, let's just think about it. They're right across the hall from a, a lab where she, this person's working on like potions and things. Okay. There could have been explosions that happened. I mean, it's not entirely outside the realm of possibility. Um, so, but yeah, so they're going to lower their weapons real quick and look at you warily. We are here to speak with uh, your prisoner. We just spoke with uh, your chief. Uh, we were on our way up here. You might have heard we got sidetracked a little bit. Um, I was, and he points to the bell. He's like, I was wrestling the, the, the one in the other room. Uh, you might have heard it. Um, so he will kind of be like, yeah, I heard Othok doing something weird in that room, but he's kind of a weird guy, so I didn't think anything of it. Um, at the same time, one of the other guards will come up from behind, noticing that you guys are having this conversation. He'll come in and he'll explain to the other two that you do have the permission of the chief, um, to speak with the prisoner. Um, and so with that, they will unlock the cage, and you can see inside is this guy, uh, Magdi Kukoyi. And that is where we will end it for tonight. We will pick up next week, well, potentially. Um, we may have a scheduling conflict next week, but um, we don't need next Josh. time. Huh? We don't need Josh. Tell don't need Josh. Yeah. Did he really he do only... anything this session? I was gonna say no. he only begrudgingly heals. Not, yeah. so. Not gonna lie. I mean, I, I, I could roll a D one for healing with a wand too. Great session, <laughs> but holy cow, was I 
did I feel like a passive observer for most of this? You did do a lot of the translation, I'll give you that. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's the person that can actually understand the languages. I, we were more of a passive. Technically, Miyabe could have translated too. Technically, he could have <laughs> as well. But yeah. uh, anyhow, thank you all. A good night to you, everybody yeah, who tuned into the stream today. Sorry for any issues that you encountered. Thank you all, however, for being here. I hope you had a good time. Look forward to us the next time we are live. Um, that is it. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the adventure as much as we did. If you would like to watch live, catch us every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch or YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Mildly Heroic. We will see you next time.